This week's episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you by Forza Motorsport 5 for the Xbox One. On November 22nd, head out to your favorite video game retailer and pick up a copy of the finest damn racing game available. This year, the Forza team brings us Drivatars. Drivatars are computer-controlled vehicles that have learned how to drive by watching other players, meaning that when it's 4 o'clock in the morning and you're the only one of your friends online, you can still kind of race against your buddies. Well, they're computer-controlled, but you get the idea. On November 22nd, head out to your favorite video game retailer and help support the Smoking Tire by picking up a copy of Forza Motorsport 5 for the Xbox One. Dun, 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 dun. Smoking Tire Podcast 101. That's that's my intro. What, you don't like it? It's a fucking intro right there. It's an intro. It's that, an ending. It's something. That 100th episode was quite the doozy, wasn't it? <laughs> that that we haven't was recorded a good one. yet. It's 101, and we are lounging at uh, Chris's place this time. It's very nice here. I'm, I'm digging the podcasting on couches, honestly. It's a little more relaxed, isn't it? Uh, it's fucking nice. Just a fucking... It, it should be like uh, 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 Swordfish. Where I should try and do a podcast while getting a blowjob with a gun to my head. That'd, That'd be, be great, except I don't need to see you getting a blowjob. Bingo. Oh, that's what we need to partition. One of the Asian screens here. Okay. Yeah. So, speaking of that, we should just get, get right into our guests <laughs> who are already with us. The, uh, what, should we, what should we call them? Mad scientists? Psychopaths? Mystery Science 3000. Future review. inmates number 4257. And it's, uh, it's uh, Mr. Regular and the Roman... From uh, regular car reviews, boys. Howdy. Now you talk. Thank you very much for having us on the show. I'm a huge fan of you guys and have been fans since Garage 419. Thank you for uh, for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Will, will you guys just say who is who by voice since everyone can't see you? Okay. The guy, I, I am Mr. Regular, and we'll get into the code names in a minute. I am the voice that you hear in regular car reviews. You're known for your consumption of for- fiber. I believe. Yeah, there's a lot of shitting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can get into doing the voices in a little bit. Mr. Regular. Oh, yeah, Mr. Regular likes Metamucil. Mr. Regular Metamucil. And the Roman is uh, what? The, the singing genius behind this? Uh, well, I mean, I think my songs are only in like four of the videos so far because I only like just started doing that. Like I'm terrible at guitar. Like I'm not really a musician. Well, that's the point because you but, guys are also terrible at video work and editing, but it works somehow. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, you know, no, true. like it couldn't work if it were actually good. Like, no, that's it wouldn't like, at all. It also wouldn't work if the cars were good. I oh, think. no. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, eh, I mean, like, there's some good cars coming up. Are no, I, I, I bet, I bet, like, I could see them taking a Boss 302 and making it hilarious. Well, I, I saw, I didn't actually watch the Cayman one because I, I focused I when I was watching a, a shitload of these because they do make me fucking laugh. I, I, I focused on the shit boxes because, because I mean, sh- who doesn't love a good shit box? There is nothing faster than a beater. Well, there's nothing Fair faster sure. than a rental car. I might argue. Well, I mean, you guys have the ultimate love for the shit box. With that, you guys just made a movie about shit boxes. That's true. We did just make an, a feature length film about shit boxes, or it's in post at the moment. So, all right, let's get uh, with regular car reviews. It's obviously intentionally ghetto. Which is really great for everybody because it saves you guys a fuckload of money that we spend. Yeah. And uh, but who who was it? Who was it? Who was like, all right, we need to do something original here. Regular was, car. Oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, regular. Oh, regular videos are like. Yeah. Regular car reviews started uh, when uh, the Roman and I were both graduate students at Kutztown University of Pennsylvania. We had a radio show. 
on college radio called the KU Car Show. Now, where they, they we just surprising they, with this voice. But now they know exactly who you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah you just give away <laughs> your identities. Yeah, we're really narrowing it down. Um, <laughs> I know. If anybody is listening from KUR, uh, you may know who we are. <laughs> but after we graduated uh, and finished our, our theses, thesi, or whichever it is, thesis. which is it? Oh, I don't know. I have a master's in English, and I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, we both have our masters. And when we finished, a few days, a few uh, months went by. Oh, it's theses. Sorry. There. A few few months went by, and we wanted to keep this up again. So I started – I had two joke reviews that I did during graduate school out of sheer anger. And I had watched other people doing their own car reviews, and they – had no appreciation for vulgarity or theatrics. So the first three videos that you see, the the Echo, the um, Miata, I believe. Uh, uh, that the first, the, well, whatever the first three are, those happened uh, right after or during graduate school. Then I moved to Alaska for a while and started doing work there. And I since came back this past May and picked it back up again. And then Jalopnik ran their story on the Jeep Grand Cherokee, and it's been snowballing since then. I mean, you guys have gotten a really uh, nice, healthy bump from Reddit and Jalopnik and all those sites because I think it's the first kind of completely new take on the car review formula. Yeah, it's. I, I want to say your idea of joke and everything else is just brilliant. It's, it's really like, funny. It's Thank so you. fresh, you. and uh, you can just say anything you want. And it, I would say it's the most honest one of anything <laughs> it, it on probably, TV. Yeah, well, it's, it, it is, I mean, if I'm honest, it is very easy to, to talk shit about shitboxes. I mean, it's kind of, if you're not beholden to anyone, really, you can just kind of shit all over a Toyota Echo, and people will laugh, and no one will be like, well, fuck these guys. No, but there's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember, when, okay, when we drove the Tercel, yeah. uh, I said I feel like an art teacher in the 80s, Yeah. and when they were reviewing the, the Stanza, it was like the same thing. It was like, this is your middle management driving them to lunch, type of yeah. thing. and I was like, that's fucking great. The Stanza Sorry, one was really good. I was a fan of that one. Is uh, Most, just out most of, of the writing in the Stanza one was done by the Roman. It's fucking so funny. Do one of you guys have uh, speakers on in front of your mic or something? Uh, I uh, actually um, wait a minute. Let me put headphones on. Yes. I think I'm making a oh, mess yeah. of you're actually using the speakers to hear us. You, yeah, we're getting yeah. some feedback there. Yeah, we are. Um, I'm like surprisingly not tech literate at all for like a fat guy who wears glasses. So, <laughs> <laughs> are you are you like uh, are you like fucking what's his name in Die Hard Four in the basement? Where no. No, no one else well, has seen that. Like sure, I haven't actually. Oh, oh, you mean like fucking Kevin Smith? Yeah, it's not Kevin yes. Smith, but it's it's Tuna. That it's that guy. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 Will, yeah, yeah. Willem, who can't see the sailboat in Mallrats, it's him. Oh, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right. It's not a schooner. It's, it's a, sailboat. a sailboat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Willem wait. So what is? Do you actually care about cars, or is it all just a, a comedy bit? Here's the interesting thing. Um, the Roman doesn't have a car, and the only car I have is the Toyota Echo from Fuck the very off. first. That's review. your shitbox. Oh my yes, god! Yes, that is that is that is what I drive every day. I also own uh, the Suzuki GS500, the only motorcycle we've done. Um, I was always into cars, but 
from a socioeconomic standpoint, could not get close to anything over 170 horsepower or anything that costs more than $10,000. Then how come you can tell everyone to buy a Miata? <laughs> the no, Miata that's is, like the point <laughs> it's like you can't be that you know, broke i have a miata <laughs> <laughs> yeah it doesn't get much more glamorous even when the videos get prettier i'm, I'm honest no it doesn't <laughs> sorry continue sorry but but are you but is there i mean is is the goal to do comedy or is the goal to because we like the cars that's why we do it i think right yeah. i that's what i like too uh, I would, if I am completely honest with you, if I had a choice, and I would want to do this for the rest of my life, I, I, the hunger that I have to be an automotive journalist is nearly insatiable, but I understand the vast chasm that exists between the just the everyday person and, and true uh, uh, success. It is not an easy road, and there are not many jobs out there. It's not, but, but I'll tell you, let me tell you something. The, the hardest part about it is getting off your ass and doing it. And most people who write me and ask for a job or write me and ask, how do I get into the business? I tell them exactly how. You start now. How do you get into the, right. how do I make videos? You get a fucking video camera and start making videos. How do I write? You start writing. How do I, you know? This comes back to the old adage that, that people in the startup world use all the time. It's ideas are cheap. It's the execution yeah. that's difficult. Right. And so, so you guys have, you know, you're, you're, you've, you've set yourself in a position where you, you are known for doing ghetto shit, which is great because <laughs> it'll be cheap forever. You're known for doing shit boxes, which is great because there's no shortage of those. And yeah. you want you you want to go out and make videos, and then you actually go out and make the videos. That's the Would way most like people most people want me to tell them some kind of secret to being successful. And the secret to being successful is to do it and to not stop doing it until you're successful. That's the only secret. I was listening. I'm a big fan of Adam Carolla. I listen to his yeah. podcast all the time. And one of the things that he said that resonates with me is work for free. Mm -hmm. Just can yeah. even not even think about any sort of success other than get to the next video, get to the next one. And that's where we are at right now. If you want to hear numbers, uh, regular cars reviews is shot with two cameras, one Nikon D5, uh, Nikon D5000 with two lenses that I bought off of Craigslist for $300 nice. and one GoPro white, the cheapest one. Mm -hmm. And that's all the dangerous stuff. It's edited <laughs> on a $300 computer that I bought off of a middle school student for $300. I might, you know, that's all it. If I get a computer, I might send these guys my, my laptop. Saying, I feel like Will you just send you a Mac? Will you use it? Do you guys need yes. can, do, you, do you need canned food? Yeah. Can we have like a drive, like a benefit to support? For only <laughs> three pennies a day, you can help burgeoning car enthusiasts. I, well, and I will say we that actually, we actually spend more on logger after filming while we're writing logger. the reviews <laughs> than we actually do on like anything that's required to film the videos, whether it's gas to get out to where the person is, yeah. whether it's, you know, fucking lunch if we're going to like hey, break. Man, we work for sandwiches for fucking years. We do, I, I wow. have five. Wow. I have five automotive jobs and two of them are for free. Wow. So, and I will say that that insatiable hunger that you have for cars will continue and it will turn into an insatiable actual hunger when you become an automotive <laughs> journalist and you can't afford food. So that will always be there. 
As D. Snyder said, stay hungry, don't explode. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, your guys' shit shows that it really can be done with very minimal tools. And you like, you know, when we started the smoking tire, we had one camera. It was wow. a, it was a decent camera, but all of the first um, ten smoking tire videos were shot on one camera. And like we bought more gear eventually, and now we have fucking many cameras. Well, what more gear allows is we can get more shots in one move. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, because you, you you could do an entire, I'll say, Top Gear episode with one camera, but it would probably take you a year to shoot because they have three hundred shots mm-hmm. per episode. Or you can get 300 cameras and do it in a day. You know, I mean, that's that's all the gear allows. But I think with you guys, the benefit is that your writing and delivery is the content. Like that's what you have, and it's hilarious. Thank you. You, you could do it with Polaroids and just like a, one of those things where they move the, the still picture yeah. over the over the around the frame, <laughs> and it would be just as good. So you mentioned I think it's Kevin awesome. Smith earlier. And one of the things that he said is that people will forgive bad video, but they will never forgive bad audio. I, I agree. That's I agree true. with you. Our and, and they won't forgive bad writing either. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? And fortunately, you guys have also set yourself up. It's it's beneficial to your videos, in the beginning at least, that no one sees your faces. Because what that sets you up for is a full-on voiceover piece. And mm. if you if you prepare the audience from the very beginning for a full-on voiceover piece... Doing live in-car is very difficult, especially while driving fast. Doing – getting shots and then going home and writing a voiceover, I don't want to say it's easier because writing well is very hard. But you can sit around and think about your jokes and you can – you know. Well, there's uh, no time pressure. There's no time pressure. Right. You can brew on the car over beers for three days if you want. You know, right. especially with the fucking shit boxes you film. There's no timeliness <laughs> about a stanza. <laughs> you know, if you're trying to be timely in a stanza, you're 23 fucking years late. Let me tell you. Do, do you <laughs> well, have children by need then. need more 80s cars. That's what I want. Well, I, I want, want you guys to come to L.A. and drive my DeLorean, I think. Oh. I think that's the move. Mm. Right, uh, you know, it'd be fun. Yeah, that's where it goes. Dick all over it. And this is where <laughs> <laughs> that does it, it, a DeLorean does it for me in a way that loving monogamous intercourse never could. But dude, believe well, me, that, I, nobody loves monogamous intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> believe me, if it were societally acceptable and I could deal with the chafing, I would stick my dick in that car, in that car all day. You, there's a will, there's a way. I know. Nature, <laughs> nature finds a way, as Jurassic Park taught us about vehicular sex. Well, it's nature it's, finds a way. It's European. It'll be up for all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, the Ooh, Irish. True. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you know the Irish. We're not. We're not. Uh, you know, they're not an prudish sec- at all. They're no. not a sexually explorative people. No. So I see. I, I see on uh, when uh, when you guys start a video, I see that car is provided by YouTube users. Do you guys get yeah. people constantly offering you up their cars? I have yes, I have three hundred car offers oh, in my great. inbox right now. Oh, can I, can you give us just rattle off a few of your of some of your favorites that you'd like to to, to film? Okay, um, since I can't I, off the top of my head, I'll, I'll start with the with the fast ones. In Chicago, there's a Viper GTS waiting for me if okay. I can get there. Um, there are plenty of Honda Fits. What is it about of- the Honda? Everyone wants other people to drive their Honda Fits. I please, please validate one. me. <laughs> please validate my decision. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. It's it's uh, 
Because I have lived with this Toyota Echo for the past 10 years, I drove a Honda Fit and realized that thing is 200 pounds heavier than a Toyota Echo. I know everybody who's listening to you wants the fast cars, but I have no... The thing about regular cars is we have no frame of reference for anything big and expensive, which was why it was so odd to do the uh, Porsche Cayman video, because that's the kind of wealth which we did not believe we would really ever touch. Is that, um, is that the nicest It looked like a newborn fetus. Like, it was, like, still slick with amniotic fluid. Like, that's how, <laughs> that's how fucking new this thing looked. And I don't know, like, how I'm supposed to say anything meaningful about something for which I have absolutely no frame of reference. Like, I could fucking work for the next, like, 20 years straight, and I don't think I could afford that car. Um, I bet you could. I bet you well, could. Well, in 20 I mean, years, I probably could, but, like, I don't work hard. So, <laughs> like... Oh, but I don't want to work hard. Well, I think the thing is, is there's a difference for, for the for the type of people, and I'm not knocking or trying to be 99 percent here. But there is a when it comes to cars, when you pass a certain point, money no longer becomes a representation of food. Like you, you can start to think of like a thousand dollars as X amount of month of meals and rent. Mm-hmm. So all cars have to do. When you're growing up around Tercells and Stanzas and Echoes, it has to fit in between that lifestyle. And the idea of owning a car for pleasure is a entirely – we almost get xenophobic when we are around someone who is able to afford something very fast, which we ta- do the math of I could afford a trailer, a, a trailer in a trailer park for the thing this thing costs, not to knock it, which is sort of weird because now, as Getty Lee said – um, oh, what was it in Limelight? Uh, 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 I'm not big uh, on Rush. I love Tom Sawyer. I, I think Sawyer, you're going to stumble us with uh, the obscure Rush references over <laughs> yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I'm 30. So is, the, is, is that Cayman the nicest car you've ever driven? Yes, that is the most expensive, fastest. Well, actually, no. I had driven a car that is maybe faster than that, which if I keep busting my rear, I will have it out by Christmas. Uh, we're trying to do one video a week. Consistently do one video a week, That's and a smart even move. That's a really even smart now, move. if we got no more submissions, we have enough uh, content and cars and footage to last us to about Valentine's Day. Oh, that's great! Love it. How? What's your production cycle like? It's got to be. It can't be that long, right? About a minute per a, a day per minute. Most of the videos are about three to five minutes. So if it's a five minute video, it costs yeah. it will take me five days to edit. How long um, do, you, do you write, rewrite, rewrite? Or do, well, or do you mean, just kind of we, look at the car, write the silliest, the most honest review off the top of your head of, of jokey, funny shit, and then you just lay it over? Well, yeah, that's kind of like I, I have a clipboard. And so when we come out to, like, film the cars, I kind of am just standing there with a clipboard like a, an accountant just kind of rattling off specs and mods if there are any. And then I just sort of start free forming uh, Mr. Regular myself, kind of come up with sort of one-liners about it that, or maybe just like a word that we can come back to and work into a one-liner. Then after we film the car, we kind of head to the bar and have beers and kind of shoot the shit about like, all right, well, what is this car like? You know, it's, is it like a vehicle for subprime mortgages? Is it, you know, um, that's a, that's a great way to go about it, man. It's really tough. A lot of these times, especially when we, when we film like tuned, Tune, like it's one thing if we're filming Smoking Tire and we get to take a car home for a week, you know, we'll fuck around with it for three or four days and then we'll film it. So we'll at least have thoughts and impressions. But with these tuner cars, it's literally like 
go to the guy's house, get in the car, drive for 30 seconds, and immediately start talking. And talking yeah. on camera, on the record about it. See, the whole time you're sort of like learning it, figuring it out. And as – so unfortunately, the way like – logistically, you know, the review is nothing more than really an initial impression, which sucks. I like – I like going to the bar afterwards and cracking jokes and writing it down and coming up with stuff, which is why when you hear jokes, they're always in fucking voiceover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the smart thing Chris Harris does. Is he does a lot of voiceover because because of that very mm-hmm. reason. He can think and edit. And uh, and when we have a car for a week, I'll drive the car and I'll think of something that you didn't yeah. see. And then Thad will come back and he'll just usually go, this thing sucks. And <laughs> why? And he'll be like, the latch underneath the oh, seat doesn't work. Speaking it, you of know, sucks, whatever. I think we should tell the regular car got reviews guys about what we're driving right now. Oh, wait. Can I ask them oh, one oh, question okay. real quick? Yeah. I want to ask them um, if you have any interest in doing a Crown Vic because I'm going to buy one and I could just send you footage and you would have uh, to be Crown there for Vic, that. A police interceptor or regular regular one? Oh, P71 package, baby. Okay, uh, Chrysler. Uh, let's, uh, can I do this right off the top of my head? Uh, Chrysler, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ford Crown Victoria Police Interceptor, the official car of second stringer football players, and <laughs> I don't even want to put you on the spot. I'm going to say I would I would shoot footage and just mail it to you, and you could have fun and just make a video. I think it'd be hilarious. I think it's. it's I think you'd have odds fun. are three to one that anyone driving a police interceptor Crown Vic has been hospitalized in a mental ward at least once. They have stood in line and been rejected for state cash assistance. <laughs> Says the guy who can't afford a trip. I'm getting insulted over, over the internet. Well, I, Zach, this oh, is... Oh, I have. <laughs> I've, I've been on unemployment. Yeah. Zach, this is, this is the pot kettle black. So, I That's mean, true. You know. That's very the, true. The, I, think we, I think we need to put these mm. guys in a few different cars, such as what we're driving today. Yeah, let's go to that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, 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 a police interceptor package, the official car of 1911 owners and people aspiring for a Class 3 license. <laughs> <laughs> in any state. And by the way, a Class 3 totally license true. means uh, it's legal, you're legally a- available, uh, legally allowed to own a fully automatic weapon. That's what Class 3 yes, means. Yes, indeed. I, I what's asked the, what's the class for open carry? Is there an open carry class? I, think Tech, I don't know. I don't know if that's Class it varies by state. If you live, I'm not a gun guy, but, I, but we're do, from you Pennsylvania. You live in Pennsylvania, which means you're gun people by default, right? Uh, a little. Yeah. Bit. Uh, it's, well, Roman doesn't own any. I own some. I'm not really a gun guy. I, I had a. Ruger if you own G- some, you're a gun guy. I, love I don't. Want to, I hate yeah. to tell you this, but that's just. I love when gun people will go. I don't want to tell anyone how many. Because guns I think I it have. goes. I think it goes one, two, three, and then some, and then yes. some goes from some goes from four to like nine hundred. Yeah, it does. I don't own any right now, but there. Um, I don't own any right now. The family owns oh. some, well. My grandfather flew a PV one Ventura in World War II and came back with a bunch of stuff. Uh, okay. Nice. Yeah. See, that's the, that's that's good shit. You guys should not only they PV-1 come home in one Ventura. piece, they come home with stuff. That's fucking great. Well, Pennsylvania, yeah, I, like I, we used to. I went to school in Philly, so we used to I roll know. out to fucking Bucks County. You yeah. know, and where it's like utter lawlessness. <laughs> Bucks <laughs> County is LA, is the Arizona of the East Coast. For those I'll take you to Perry know. County and show you what's up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. We're not from Perry County. Uh, we don't want to say exactly where in Pennsylvania we are. Yeah, we've narrowed it down enough. <laughs> like, yeah. we don't Everyone we don't knows live in Kutztown anymore. What small liberal arts college did you host a radio station at again? <laughs> 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 no one will ever. The six listeners you had will surely know. <laughs> the one thing I am worried about is that 
We did not get a single bit of hate mail until we did the Dodge Ram video where we ripped on the Dodge Ram. And what, what, did, what did we say? We just called it just a, um, a prepubescent. No, that was, that was a rejected Wait, what, joke. I haven't seen this one. Oh, this one's pretty, I, what year is it? Was the Ram? Uh, a new Ram or an old Like Ram? a 94, was it? Something. Early nineties. Oh, like an old. That, that must that thing must have been. A it was shit right box. when they went to that new, the new flared body. The new four ninety four. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but Early you know 90s. the, the yeah, look yeah, that yeah. it's turned into. Yeah, for the, the semi truck front end. I, yeah, the one that handles or handles like first time sexual encounters. Like it's got lines for days. Yeah, I love this shit. Was it It's the official car for proving your stepdad wrong. Fuck. My sponsored by you're not my real dad. Sponsored by you're not my real dad. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> There's uh we uh the official the card of trash alert, person I've ever met for learning to masturbate while holding your breath so no one can hear. <laughs> hey now, let's it's not get too close to home. See, you guys actually I I honestly think you guys could come out here and get a I writing think, gig. Yeah, see, I really the, do. I think the Dodge the, the first generation or the first, the nineties Dodge Ram was the official car. For people who smoke Newports and whose only nutrition <laughs> intake is McDonald's, Mountain Dew, and Red Bull. Fellow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, that's just a description of the one Actually, person I know who owns one of those. And that's that's wasn't totally that what true. Fellow was driving? Yes. <laughs> and eating. The, the, point yeah, I, the point we were trying to make with the Dodge Ram is that uh, Lee Iacocca, I think, left Dodge the year prior to that. But they knew exactly what they were doing with that Ram because, as we said in the video, they, they were appearing, appealing to middle school students. They were, it was a car that reassured you that, yes, you are a man. It, the whole car was full of just testosterone and, 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 and a willful drive to, to bury any possibility that you may be latently homosexual. That's all true. Because <laughs> yeah, like, every day... If a car could have hair, hair well, when, car would have hair. When the Durango like, came out with that same design language, I'd be in my refractory period, probably the third one of the day <laughs> at age 13, and I would look at that and go, I'm saving for that. That's, I, want, <laughs> right, I wanted that's the, the Ram thing. when I was that age. When I was 12 oh, or 13, exactly that was the truck I wanted. Uh, you know what you guys got to get... If, if, all right, you guys have to promise me if somebody truck. emails you and says, I have a first-generation Shelby Durango. Remember never the heard Shelby Durango? You never heard of it? Look it up. It was a Durango with chrome wheels, blue and white stripes, and a Shelby badge on it. Did it come with a lawsuit, or was that like... It was... No, it came with a copyright infringement suit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you uh. signed the lease, and then they sued you for copyright infringement for Sounds driving right. something with a Shelby name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that any relation to the Ford uh, Escort that had a Shelby badge on it? Was that a real thing? No, you could be thinking of the, Omni. the Dodge Daytona, the, the Omni Shelby and Daytona, the, Daytona, the Omni. Yeah, the Daytona, the first gen Daytona sort of looked like an Escort. That could mm. have been it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. All those cars kind of looked alike at that time. Shelby didn't do a Ford thing. Yeah, there it is. Zach's got it. Uh, everybody, guess how many headlights the Shelby Durango has? <laughs> how many headlights does it have? I'm guessing eight. six. 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 <laughs> it's That's, great. That tells you something. Yeah, but if you guys can find a Shelby or any 80s or early 90s Shelby vehicle, I think is really appropriate. I know for a fact we had no Shelby uh, uh, offers. There is a guy with a Survivor Toyota AE86 that, could be that he wants that could us be to do. Yeah, that could be really fun. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting on somebody to offer us a Dale. A what? A Dale? The Dale? The Dale? It was like, the, I think there's yeah, one Dale. Dale. I don't know about the Dale. <laughs> it's, it's this like three-wheeled yeah. 
thing was, that was basically it was like a, a pyramid front. scheme or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was kind a pyramid of a scam scheme. Car? It was basically a f- yeah. Oh, and that it was, car! I, it, yeah. it looks it looks like a like a like a condom over a banana. Like it's yeah. this weird thing that doesn't look like it can actually move. It's, it's like, like if somebody's- a Jetsons car had a wheel on it. Like, right, right. So is it like a backwards Reliant Robin? Like a shantier Reliant Robin, yeah. Which is yeah. Yes, it's amazing yes. because that thing's made out of fucking paper mache. Oh my god! If you guys could find a Reliant Robin, it would be incredible. Oh, yeah, right in Pennsylvania. But yeah, the the Dale, <laughs> yeah. the Dale, the guy, the guy who made that Dale pr- promised that this thing was going to be the magic bullet of fuel economy because I think it came out during right after the Arab oil embargo. Yeah. And then once he had all this money, he did a DB Cooper, and no one heard of him again. Yeah. Yeah. I. I the uh, the car is in one of those museums, though, isn't it? I have a feeling, and I'm not even kidding about this. I think the one and only Dale is in the basement at the Peterson. <laughs> I think it's in the vault at the Peterson. I'm serious. I'd have to look and see what we can, you know, like. I'm telling you guys, we can call them and maybe even get that thing. Hmm. We might actually be able to get the Dale. Uh, you know wow. what we just saw recently? We were in Reno. We saw the Dymaxion in person. Really? Which never I never thought the Dymaxion was Buckminster Fuller's thing, and it was three wheels with a, when you, a steering wheel in the 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 wheel that controlled turning was in the back like a rudder, and yeah. it had this sort of bulbous World War II fight uh, a bomber type front end on mm-hmm. it, and and uh, it could spin on its own axis, which was pretty cool, and it sat like nine or twelve people or something, and they made he built two. Yeah. And one like crashed and burned to the ground. It I was, think it was super forward thinking. And for the how old yeah, it was, and the other too. one is at the uh, the Automotive Museum in Reno. It was mega cool. Um, but yeah, we could we, we're not going to get the Dymaxion. Right? Dymaxion sounds <laughs> like the work. lightly queeny name of a sci-fi black person in like the fourth Thunderdome movie. <laughs> well, but <laughs> like, it's not, like what's your name? Like Dymaxion. Guy. Well, it Buck sounds like an antidepressant that they had to pull from the market because too many people died taking it. You know what I just realized? This podcast is useless to anybody under the age of like 25. This is kind of I don't know half the shit we're talking about. I know. It's all going back to the 80s. I'm 32. I just turned 32 three days ago. No, I'm 28, so they... So we can go we can go eighties on an yeah, all we're, day. We're all in the same ballpark. So, By so the way, what else? What else? What other good shit have you have people submitted you and tried to get on the fucking show? Uh, there is a guy in Sacramento with a Survivor DeLorean uh, that has been its original unrestored. Whether we can get to that, I don't know. What we're hoping Trust to me, do, I'd rather come to LA and drive mine. Mine's better. Oh, of course. I mean, yours is the one that has the rebuilt, the stage two engine and everything, so it runs like it should have. I don't want to get into a DeLorean circle jerk. I want to try to remember some of other some of other <laughs> other cars. DeLorean circle jerk might be the most boring circle jerk that's ever happened. <laughs> oh come on, things go up. But the great thing is, cleanup is easy because it's, it's all stainless. stainless. <laughs> yeah, you just clean yeah. up with a Brillo pad. You're good to go. Yeah. yeah and so what else? What else have so, people sent you? I, we, we keep going off topic. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we had uh, a, a, a. We are inundated with a lot of uh, BRZs and Subarus. I would love to see uh, that. Um, so there funny. is a lot of guys which uh, are curiously up in Connecticut, with uh, which I believe is where you're from, uh, Mr. Farah. And uh, my parents lived there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Were you born? Were you born? In- I was born just over the border in Westchester County, New York. Oh, Westchester, okay. one word, not two word, like in Pennsylvania. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a, a a diesel 
uh, what is it? It's a, it, it's a Ford flatbed. Just some guy who has this company. Like, do my work truck. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's a, great. A, you should. I right. love that. Oh, that'd be um, great. It'd be a great, like a dump truck or something. would be really yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I think. There's someone over there has somewhere in my inbox is a uh, Isuzu cab over box truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what wow. you got to get you guys into? A La Forza. Remember, who remembers the La Forza? Oh, yeah. The, the $50,000. I do not know what that is. You don't know what that is? The La Forza was an Italian SUV, and it was in like 1991 to 93 or 4, maybe. Early, first gen explorer type yeah. looking thing. And it was when SUVs, th- it was the first SUV to jump on the sporty luxury SUV bandwagon. It was a very small manufacturer. It used a 5 liter Ford, I believe. Yeah, it was the 302. Uh-huh. It was a 302, and, and it had the seats. Out of a uh, '80s Maserati Quattro Porte, so they were very like pillowy seats. Mm-hmm. But then mm. it had the dashboard off something from the '80s, so very thin rim steering wheel, and and just really terrible. In so every imagine, way. if you will, a Range Rover from about 1992, but somehow even less reliable than a yeah, Range like Rover, like a wow. Chinese knockoff of a '90s Range Rover. Yeah. Kind of. Wow, a Range Rover <laughs> fucked a Cadillac. I'm gonna fire up my other computer and look at my email. Oh, you so. gotta find a LaForza, yeah. man. The LaForza would be a fucking such a winner. And they used them for like they used them for like the military over there. I think the Italian or Swiss military used them. It was for the a Italians, while. I believe. Yeah, yeah. I bet. See, B, I don't That's want. I don't want to see you guys doing a BRZ, man. You got. We got to stick with like rusted out no, ship no, no. boxes. I disagree like, because what they need is things that are rife with material. Okay, know, here BRZ, we go. FRS 1991 Geo Prism. Oh, that would be oh, a yes. winner. <laughs> that would be a winner Dude. if you could find a Storm hatchback. Storm. I wanted that car when I was nine. Yeah. I did too. Or, I totally well, did. the Storm is, of course, the, basically the same thing as the Isuzu Impulse, but just front wheel mm-hmm. drive. Oh, uh, without handling by Lotus. Yes. Yeah. If you ask nine-year-old Zach what the fastest car just, in the world was, it's Geostorm. I just need cars that exclusively can't be fitted for OnStar or any type of. Yeah. <laughs> On a side note, I in uh, in college, one of my buddies, he's a uh, GM Master Tech, right? So what did he do? He had a Geostorm kicking around. He of course turbocharged it. Yeah. Made it blow it sky high. No, so- that motor held all kinds. Of- oh, he really? had like twenty five pounds of boost running into it. Oh. He was making almost three hundred horsepower. That's the first SRT four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Turns out he built a neon. They 10 should do, years they ahead should of do the an SRT four. Oh, oh SRT neon. Oh, I lusted actually after that no. one when that came out. And then oh. he, and then you remember that? It, oh wait, this is a neon. Well, that no, was no, my no. first there's car. A, there's a my worse SRT. It's a Dodge neon. Oh man, what's better, the neon or the Echo? Oh, um, the oh, let me let me set the stage for my ne- uh, neon, and then you can decide. I did not have the first; I had the second gen that, that was heavier. Mm-hmm. And when they went from dual overhead cam back to single, <laughs> yep. because that's <laughs> the second gen neon got worse, didn't it? Oh it, it was slower, it was bigger, <laughs> and it was trying to be. I think one of the worst crimes a car can do is not to be true to what it is. I hate cheap cars that try to convince you they're not, and the, the yeah, second-gen Neon was trying to do that. I, I completely agree, actually. There's a couple of cars that uh, that started out as good, honest, cheap cars and then sort of tried to go up market. You know who's doing it right now, though? Honda's it. doing that with the fucking AL- ILX and the Civic with the, you know, the Acura ILX and then the Civic. Yeah, and then the, and the, the first, the, the first uh, uh, and second generation Outback and then into the, the to the newer Outback. Right, yeah. Right. Um, 
out, that's a the fucking Outback. What they've done to that car is a crime Actually, against humanity. The first at, gen Outbacks were badass. Look at any of the early Infinity or any of the early Lexus minus the LS four hundred. Yeah, any of the early Infinity or any of the early Lexus stuff. It was all that way. Well, all oh, you guys need to find an ES two fifty. We don't. We, uh, Lexuses have Lexi or Lexuses Lex. have been pretty sparse from our <laughs> inbox, but we do have an open Lexi. offer for a nineteen a nineteen ninety Toyota Cressida. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what about what about like a 91-92 LS400? I think that would be that would be a winner. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, here's a guy in Kentucky who wants to wants me to review his 1992 Toyota Previa LE. Oh, uh, the Previa is the sleeper of minivans. It is. Mid-engine, really? virtually yeah. unkillable. There's a guy I met in Portland. I took a cab in Portland. It was a Previa. And I was like, this is like last year. This isn't like a long time ago. This guy's running like a 20-year-old Previ as a cab. And I'm like, yo, you got a fucking mid-engine minivan as a cab. Like, you're a pimp. I love it. And the guy's like, I have a fleet of these. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh. He's like, I have 12 Previas. All cars go to heaven. And I'm going... Echo versus Previa. I'm going, stop it. He goes, I buy them at 300,000 miles, and I sell them at 800,000 miles. Holy shit. And I was what? like, wow. I was so impressed because the Previ I was in was like nice. It's like, how many miles are on this one? He's like 450. It's like, damn, this dude is a fleet of Previas. I'd rather that fleet. than a fucking, than a Crown Vic is a No, I almost regret buying my Odyssey you know? now. Oh, well, you guys want to come to my minivan? Taxi, You'd like, but... Have you done a minivan yet? We have, the only minivan we have done is my father. See, everything, if you, for, for anybody who's familiar with the entire thing that we've done so far for regular cars, everything before the what is regular cars video Everything before that is friends and family. Everything after that is user submitted stuff. Yeah. So, the the I, yeah the third car I think I did was my dad's 1994 Dodge Caravan uh, SE. Oh wait, did you shoot uh, it like at night with a flashlight? I used the car twice. That car now went to uh, a junkyard. It's now gone. But I in the last in the. Uh, it was in the um, stanza video. It was. It appeared in right. the stanza video. Right. We had to make. Yeah, we had yeah. to make a reference to how the the, the cul-de-sac was changing in the early nineties. The, the cul-de-sac was changing. <laughs> That's great. Remember the eighties? What if you could? You got to find an eighties turbo caravan. Remember those? What? In the eight, in the late eighties, the oh, Dodge yeah. Caravan came with that motor. From it was the a DSM 600. motor. It was, it was the, the early no no we've 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 been through this we? before and unfor- you said you made that argument Chris and the commenters <laughs> shot you down mercilessly. Okay. It was not the DSM motor. It was the motor from the uh, the Aries six hundred. Oh, okay. so it was that generation right before they switched over. Oh, you, okay, you guys oh, okay. would fucking okay. kill it with a K car. I'm thinking Sundance. I think a Sundance yeah. would be the one. Or an Aries. So I got a question. Yeah, Do you guys? The only so if you guys get all these submissions, a code <laughs> sponsored by Flaccid Dicks and calling it a night. <laughs> no, but it's John Voights though. That's the thing. No, sponsored okay, by Dibor says that uh, had to get a job selling makeup. Uh, wants me to review his 1988 Saab 900 <laughs> SPG Turbo. Oh, Please dude, that's a that. fucking winner all day. I almost yeah. earlier I almost said that you should do a Saab. A Saab would be great for you guys. Do you guys – so would you fly somewhere – like if someone – like Kentucky, you said the guy sent you a car. Would you fly there to shoot it and do stuff or are you not – I mean are you not traveling at all or would you get footage? Like, we, It's we, not that we don't want to. It's just that like we're broke like a joke. Like right. it's kind of 
you know, hard to sort of get out of our area, our immediate vicinity on the East Coast. Right. It's hard to leave Pennsylvania and even East Pennsylvania as that. Uh, The farthest we've gone, I think, is Plainfield, New Jersey. And that may have been the place where we filmed the Dodd, the uh, the Jeep Cherokee video. That was like a big weekend out for you boys in the city. <laughs> well, oh. I saw, I've seen, I watched like four of your videos. It looked like they were filmed on the same day on the same like half mile stretch of road. <laughs> yeah, <it did. laughs> yeah, sometimes we get like a multi day area of. Just Three press cars at once, bro. <laughs> yeah, um, because we get a lot of people coming from like out of state, and yeah, they yeah. just all come up. So we kind of group them all together, and then we sort of film the same area because we know that's you don't need to get a permit to film in these certain places, yeah, yeah. and. You know, we have surprisingly similar strategies about this, by the way. We get a yeah. lot of cars that are sent to us, you know, like, oh, I fill my car. And it's like, you bring it to me, bro. I'm down, but I ain't, right. I ain't coming to you. Like, I don't got that kind of money. It's It happens. It's, it's, it's exactly the same now as it will mm. be in five years. You're just going to have better cameras. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> just so you nice know what lens. you guys are getting. Into. I don't think they even need them, man. I think they just keep, they just keep building oh, audience and being funny, and stay that's ghetto. all they need. It's great. See, now, if uh, you get two shows going and a podcast and a website and you rent cars out on a day-to-day basis, you might then be able to get a warehouse to then move all this shit into. <laughs> that's, yeah, what we're, that's, that's our plan. That's our life plan. I think, I think that uh, we, we're going to have to figure something out, though, because I think that if we organize some kind of trip and are smart about it, we can put you guys in like 10 cars you know, in like three days, and, you, and the flights could be worth it. Yeah, oh, I'm so hard. I'm leaning on one side of the door, and my dick is touching the other door jam. <laughs> where, where are you guys? Where do you? I mean, assuming you can keep this going, mm-hmm. where, where, what's ten years down the road look like? Other than your YouTube checks are bigger, cover my door jam in velvet. Oh, I need to cover everything and lose sight, and I'm going to get a new kind of penis pump, and I'm getting into a new kind of thing called saline injections. <laughs> I think, Look it up on I think X-Tube. you'd fucking a- get real hard with a Chrysler Cordoba. Can we find one of them shit boxes around, or are they all rusted to fucking nothing? Getting a Ford Windstar, painting it primer black, driving it up on driving it up to a preschool, and let come what may. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that's a bridge too far. I think you your own See? business partner just stopped you. <laughs> it's like whoa, man! Yeah. Oh my god, Jesus, no! <laughs> the children. Oh no. um, yeah. Once he gets into kid touching, how, what's our time stamp, Chris? Oh, we're at forty three. Oh, usually we get yeah. into kid touching well in, in like the usually. Teens. Yeah, but either, at least it, it wasn't us this time. It's usually I know. my fault. It's yeah, usually yeah, yeah. either Matt or I that say something <laughs> awful, and we're glad that it's the guest for a change. <laughs> we're trying to build our business. That's that's one of the things. Like, how on earth could regular cars be profitable? Because of how obscenely vulgar we are. Oh, no, you can do it. YouTube partners, right? That's the same way we make money. Have you heard of it? No, all right. There you I mean, uh, YouTube, at this point, we there is, we have not, we have just lost money doing this. We're not making any money. We're we're still operating at a complete loss. Oh, but Um, how many videos have you done total? uh, I have to look. Uh, Uh, Call it 20. Either somewhere between 10 and 20. Okay. (laughs) By By 40. You should be breaking even, and by fifty, you'll you should be making. Money. Well, are you guys YouTube partners yet? 
Yes, um, okay. there is a laughably small sum in there. Of course, granted, we only started being YouTube partners a month ago. Oh yeah, isn't give that, it time? Isn't fine. that deposit cute when it comes in? Yeah, I know that that fir- those first few checks, you're like, oh god, I'm expected to live off this. It's like a hamster Fog. puppy. Yeah, it gets better. Trust me, I promise it gets. It's like you know, bullying. It gets better. <laughs> Once you realize that it's totally okay to wear assless chaps and fucking sit on huge dildos, it gets better. <laughs> Matt, well, like, I mean, Matt uh, likes California. It's crude, but the whole point that we were trying to do when starting it was that, yes, we could be vulgar, but we were never going to swear. You were never going to see our faces because then it becomes about the reviewer instead of the review. Smart. Um, Smart. And then uh, – Serious. No, not that not that that's true of every like review thing uh, you see. Way to backpedal there. You get yeah. No, I, I need to like cover my ass. And, well, and your sunglasses are opaque, <laughs> so that's your your that's pretty good. Yeah, um, but for the most part, you know, it's like for a long time, uh, people didn't know it was two people because like I didn't want anything to do with it in the sense that. Like, I was perfectly fine helping out with, like, sort of writing and all that stuff. I figured, like, if people heard another voice other than Mr. Regular, then they would kind of, like, revolt just because they like hearing a guy who sounds like Kevin Spacey, kind of. You know, it's just... Uh, Shit, he does sound like Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I know. I, it didn't occur oh, to me until fuck. he came oh, up with the idea of Oh, now I'm not going to be able to unhear that. God damn it. Okay. Detective! <laughs> <laughs> and but just like that. that. Oh wait! Sh- should I um, uh, usual suspects? Uh, um, the, the story I believe that uh, <laughs> um, I have to, and just and just like that, it's gone. The greatest trick the devil the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. It's a really good Kevin Spacey. Mark, 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 you're not really listening to me, are you? <laughs> On Capex, there are no husbands, there are no families, there are no wives. I you Have went you watched from House usual of Cards? suspects to K Pax, and I respect that because I am a secret K Pax fan. It's such an uplifting fun is movie. He, is he an alien? Do you think he's an alien? What do you think? Oh. When I saw that movie in theaters, I said alien. I and said alien. As soon as too. I got home, I wanted to eat a banana hole. And <laughs> I, but I haven't actually done it. But oh, in, in the video in the in the Nissan three thousand uh, Nissan. Uh, uh, 370Z. The whole thing is just one big K-Pax reference. Is it? Oh, I've got to go watch that one now. Yeah, and in the beginning, that. I do eat... The sound that you hear in the beginning is me eating a banana whole. Oh. And it does not taste all that... You could do it. If you had to <laughs> eat a banana with the skin on it, it's, it's totally possible. It feels a little weird, but I can now say that the skin of a banana has no taste. It just has a texture. The only but thing I, did I not think of with that is... That comes later. <laughs> Vice did a documentary on these guys that transport heavy equipment across Africa, and uh, their the, the differentials in their semi trucks were blowing out. And the locals show them that if they just stuff about fifteen bananas in each side of the axle, you can use that as lubricant. So they would wow. stop every hundred miles and just stuff bananas in the end of the axle, and it, like peel and all, it would grind it up, and it just gets viscous enough and thick enough that it would allow the axle to move without like uh, boiling and seizing. It was crazy. That was wild. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch the 370Z review because honestly, the car looked a little too nice, and and in my concise, uh, uh, in 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 my hour of watching, I I wanted shit boxes. Okay. Well, more more crappy cars no, no, you no, shall don't, get. Don't hold me to that because I am not necessarily your target audience. But mm-hmm. uh, if if I I sort of. 
that's what you guys are a little known for, so I wanted to get that vibe. But I will go back and I will watch the newer cars, I think, now. When, when we have been given a aspirational car and the divided, the Mason-Dixon between regular, a regular car and a cool car is whether or not you can fill it up forever with 87 octane. If I had to draw a line anywhere, I'd call it okay. that. Okay. All right. That's yeah. fair. That, that, that's definitely because – well, actually, we've had a couple – didn't we have an economy car recently that took fucking 91? We, I was going to say we've had numerous – Fairly pedestrian cars that have taken premium only. The, yeah, and we it's always funny. look at it. We go. Really? What does the Chevy Volt recommend you put in it? That's eighty-seven. The Volt's eighty-seven. Okay. And and if you find yourself to L.A. in L.A., feel free to do all my cars. Like literally, my garage is your <laughs> garage. I don't. I don't care. Shit, Volt runs on Prius. The Volt is awesome. Yeah, I'll bring the condoms. The Volt is <laughs> is fucking great, and I everyone loves the Volt who drives it. Um, but no, was it the the Mini? That needed ninety. Oh, definitely, but it was a turbo. Yeah, yeah but you but know the what? Fiesta's a turbo. The funny thing is, is that yeah, it makes more power than the fucking Mini. Yeah, the Mini. A lot, of, a lot of the new cars, just because we've got those good ECUs in them now, they can actually just dial back the timing if they if they start seeing knock. We can, but I need maximum power. Well, yeah, you you'd want Obviously. that. But I mean, I've been stuck in the middle of the desert where you couldn't get ninety one yeah. before. If you can't get it, it won't hurt the car. But right. I but I agree, eighty seven is a good marker for a regular car. A, a regular mm-hmm. car should run on regular gas. And hell, you yeah. get some places in this country where, where they actually sell eighty-five. They do. In, oh, uh, yeah, you also get some that sell ninety-three to be don't to they, balance it. But don't yeah, they sell Colorado. Them? I think Colorado is one of them. I got a buddy. Eighty-five. Uh, I don't remember. He lives in I Boulder. I think you can get eighty-five in Colorado. Don't hold me to it. We got. I'd okay. like to find out what is the lowest octane rating you can buy anywhere. Can you get like some shit in the seventies in like Uruguay? Oh, in the world? That would be a good... If you guys are going to do a trip, Central America, I highly <laughs> recommend. The shit boxes down there are epic. So, yeah, I, I think they'd literally be boxes by that point. <laughs> we, have, we have I love some episodes that. I love the stories that you got about the buses. I can't wait to see Wait till you see the video of the Red Devil buses. The Red Devil buses are, were easily the sketchiest vehicles we've ever even been around. I mean, when you see what the, the, the video we have of the tires on this fucking bus that we're about to go top out on the freeway, it you look at these tires and you go, we're, we're not actually going to drive this thing, are we? We are. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go out and go fast. Fuck. And they invited us to go street racing with them. And we were like, um, no, we're, we're going to pass. And it, How many times did they say, my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend? <laughs> that, that, that's the Middle East. Not, not yeah, that. No. There, there, was a, there was a lot of like, you might even want to pay us more money. To do this. <laughs> yeah, They're like, in, oh, in shit, Panama, you want us to be here for an hour, not 45 minutes? Ooh, extra 20 bucks. So in, in Panama, when we were when we had a fixer guy in Panama, because you got to have a fixer in a third world country. And so we wanted to, we had this fixer who was going to set us up with a bus. And we were expecting one guy, one bus. So we go to the meeting point. We were literally, what, two hours? Mm-hmm. Waited for it? We, the guy were two hours late. And when all of a sudden, eight guys show up, no bus. <laughs> and, the eight guy, right. and the eight guys are saying, oh, you wanted the bus. That's going to be an extra 150. Speaking in Spanish as fast as I've ever heard it, oh, with slang thrown on it. Like, oh, my God, I couldn't understand Through anything. gold teeth. Through gold teeth, Through that's gold. true. Oh, well, they, then you know they were classy guys. It was ran like a race team. It was like there was three team owners. They had a, a hired driver who did not talk. I'm not making that yeah, up. Yeah, like, they had a He stick. didn't talk. They had a, he had white loafers. They were clean as shit. 
That's how Thad was like, I know I wasn't going to die because the driver was wearing super clean white loafers, and that guy's not going out like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For a callback, Colorado has the the lowest octane in the States of 85. Egypt runs 80, sells 80, (laughs) but everybody else sells higher. So at 80 octane, do you just look at it and it explodes or what? I think you just take the oil out of the ground and light on fire. (laughs) Yeah. But the uh, the bus we uh, fuck where were we going with that uh, team drivers and oh yeah and so they we didn't what well, we ended up deciding uh, for our in favor of our safety and not participating in a street race in this bus but the guy was like oh I have a DVD of a street race for you to use in your video so he gave us his DVD and we go back to our hotel room and pop in the DVD and it's the silent bus driving Stigs. R&B demo. <laughs> yeah. It was a mix. It was a Did he have day. his loafers on? Parents love. It was in Espanol. Ah. He was trying to pull Bill the Saigon move from Entourage. So, let's go. <laughs> he was like a Spanish Michael Bolton, really. <laughs> I have So now, and this just occurred to me. So was that basically an entire country of people just like Tom? Yeah, it was just Law- reckless Panama abandonment. Is fucking lawlessness, dude. Yeah, that place is crazy. There, every woman is a prostitute, apparently. So we're, so we're every hot woman, yes. Every attractive woman is certainly a prostitute. unless they're from the United States, and in which case you're fine. Yeah, um, in and, which case uh, Zach is going to get them anyway. And, and hey, our, it's the world's our, oldest profession. <laughs> <laughs> and our rental car from Avis uh, gave me a black mold lung infection, which is good. You want a great car? Go to Panama and fucking rent a Ford Ranger because that's what we uh, did. Just Any, stock up on penicillin before you go. Fuck, oh, anything you rent is going to be like a, a – uh, the guy we talked to said they bring a lot of the flood cars from the United States <laughs> that insurance companies can't, can't – companies can't do anything with. Yeah. They then bring to middle America. We 100% rented a salvage title Ford Ranger full of black mold. It had Sandy was here, like written on the hood. Fucked. I came back so sick from that place. So what's we 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 need to talk about more regular cars here. What's your favorite? What's your favorite film that you guys have made? My favorite one is the Porsche Cayman video, uh, which, um, from a writing standpoint, I do the whole thing is done as Hunter S. Thompson, which I do a complete Hunter S. Thompson impression from start to finish with the voice. Let's hear the voice. Oh, boy. Pressure. Pressure. <sighs> Another tragic night. <laughs> with old pro in 1970s two-tone. I awoke in a municipal parking lot, staring into the eyes of the 9-11's little boohoo brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. I like this shit. It's great. I, I, I cannot do a very good... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really just doing Johnny Depp doing Hunter S. Thompson. Right. But it was fun yeah, to okay, write in a style. I want to do another one like that again. Not doing the voice, but... I read a good portion. I reread a good portion of Fear and, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail '72, which is way better than Fear and Loathing on the Las Ve- in Las Vegas. And to try to try to emulate his style, and also you, you do realize he, he is also and forgive us because we're English nerds first. He he is also channeling uh, Fitzgerald, uh, Fitzgerald, right? Right, Roman? Yeah, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Right. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Right, right. Um, the other favorite one. Uh, the one that I come back and watch the most is the Lincoln Town Car because it is so indulgent to do the morning shock jock DJ voice. Oh, and is it is it super hacky? 
Let's hear. You weren't listening to 183.3 FM, the yeah. beer belly. Coming up next, we got Matt Ferreira. He's got a huggable head. <laughs> huggable head. <laughs> That's uh, that is hacky. I'll give you that one. I yeah. think we we probably. It's the Smoke Entire Podcast coming to you live from Redondo Beach, California. Southern California, 78 degrees. Half of this is just me be doing doing Ace Rockola. We're doing things Justin Bieber and Little Mix at the Garden. Come on, on the fives, tens, twenties, eights, twenty fives. We got the weather, we got the traffic, we got the weather, and we got more weather. And there are muffets on the freeway this morning. Regular men and the room men. <laughs> fucking good. Ninety-eight point three. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to have just the ambient techno going in the background the entire time you're reading that. What year was the town car? Because I have not seen the town car film yet. A ninety. It's Kalong's. Still to my grandmother, it's in the family. She bought it new. I think it has fifty or sixty thousand miles oh, on it. On wow, a ninety winner, um, that's a candidate for fucking Mad Maxing the fuck gotta, out of that. We're gonna send that video to Bruce. Oh, uh, yeah. it's um the thing I love about it is um for the Euro, uh, UK we we got a substantial amount of viewers from the UK and I'm. As much as I love to rag on American cars for this, that, and the other thing, when you get behind the wheel of a town car and you understand how cheap it is and how comfortable it is, I mean, I mean, most of the people when they get, they understand town cars from a taxi or car service standpoint. Right. But when you get one of these things that is fresh and mint, wow, it is a delightful summer cabin it's like driving with a beer buzz it just vaguely sort of <laughs> that is perfect that's but... a really good de- explanation actually i rented a town car at the time it was like 2009 or 10 mm-hmm. i rented one in florida and it was the perfect florida car yeah. it made so much sense down i had there. uh i had my grandmother's when i went back to new england a few years ago and of course just she didn't drive it anymore. Nobody drove it, so I was just beating the piss out of it. Yeah. But driving that thing around, I mean, it's like the Sears recliner of vehicles. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not particularly great at any one thing, but it's comfortable as fuck. Dude, no, it's, it's, it's great ten, at be, having the shit beat out of it. Yeah, it's, it's great at. It's it. ten turns lock to lock. <laughs> yep. And it's like <laughs> driving in a sensory deprivation tank. It's you just, oh, whatever. Yeah. I'll be damned if I didn't get that thing sideways, though. What color was it? Uh, my grandmother's? Yeah. Purple. Oh. Metallic purple. It's the signature color. series, not the highest level, but uh, was the highest it, the executive? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it used to extract money from ladies of the night? <laughs> I mean, it's metallic purple. Like who else is buying that car? <laughs> His grandma. Wait, did, was it from Panama? And they <laughs> they were pimping Maybe out Colombian grandma because my grandma has a 2000 Cadillac Catera. With like yes. nine thousand miles on it. Mm-hmm. In one of those videos, I called the Cadillac Catera the Chris Gaines album. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the Chris Gaines album. I, I think that was the uh, the Saturn L. It was the video. Saturn L L series, yeah. mm-hmm. which is an mm-hmm. utter pile of shit. My, that uh, car, that thing is fucking terrible. My grandmother, two weeks after my grandfather passed, she had wanted to buy a Japanese car her entire life, but my grandfather fought in World War II. Yeah, no way in hell he'd ever allow that to happen. Yeah. Two weeks after, just out of spite, she goes and buys a Honda Fit. 
Wow. Just nice. just to fucking Your grandma's do it. a fucking bitch. Oh, dude, you have <laughs> no idea. No respect. No idea. Oh, that's <laughs> crazy. The interracial gangbang was also a big <laughs> fuck you to yeah. her grandpa. Well, I mean, she did want to line up for that Bukaki movie. I mean, and oh. that's all Japanese <laughs> guys. She's, she's like, now that he's dead, I'm getting my bucket list out of the way. That guy's talking about his grandma guzzling cum. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, it's not just the bucket list. It's the cum bucket list. Oh, God. You took it farther <laughs> this than, is taking a horrible you took it farther than I did. Hunter S. Thompson. Is like amateur hour compared to this <laughs> fucking disgusting fest in here. I'm watching this dirty old woman take a bukkake to the fest. <laughs> the Lincoln Town car, though, is it's one of those things. It's like an irreplaceable car because it's like you know it's been the the ta- the airport cab for so long. Right. And I, I just the other day saw an MKT the the Lincoln oh, SUV yeah, yeah, yeah. with town car badging on it, and I was like. Oh. What have you done oh, here? No, this no, is not no, good. No. Although that car is the most Wilford Brimley looking car that money can buy. Yeah. It just says diabetes. 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 It's a great. It's, you know fucked up. It's a good car. It is a good car. It should have it's come totally with like a, a uh, cooled glove box so you could store your insulin in there. I think it, yes. it had a cooled center. It has a cooled. It, it, it has a refrigerator a, in it. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. It is the diabetes. It is a good livery car. Yeah. Where I, we need to fucking oh man we need to fucking start making some shitty videos with some shitty cars. I feel like these guys have too much fun. It's it's just a ball of laughs from from the beginning to the end. The hard part about doing uh, the video shoots is we just want to screw around the entire time and make jokes. That's always um, that's always what happens. Uh, yeah, but it's almost like too cold for fucking around right now. Like it's... I know we're moving into <laughs> winter now, but we won't stop. We're going out. We're going out this Saturday again. And uh, we're going out the Saturday after that again. Um, hey, man, it's, be, be prepared. We're, we're, we're on seven years now for the, of wow. doing this shit fucking every week. Uh, it, it's all right, though. It's, it's a good time, man. It's a good, way to, it's a good way to make a living once you get to the point where you're actually making a living. Right. It's yeah, very – go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, it, I was just going to say it's comfortable in the sense that, like, now we can actually pick and choose in the sense that, like, before we had to sort of go with what was offered to us. Yeah. But now we have so many different options and there are so many people willing to accommodate us that we actually get the opportunity to sort of pick and choose what cars we want to do when we want to do them. That's and it's nice. just – Right. I'm surprised how far some people are willing to travel for silly internet videos. We are in sort of the well, – you have the general idea of East PA. Yeah. Uh, 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 we had a bunch of people drive up from Washington, D.C. up just for us and then turn around and then drive back. That's good. Um, uh, some people from Long Island – wait. Uh, close the window. The 19 uh, – a lot of people in Long Island, which when you're in East PA, is an absolute pain to get to Long Island from Pennsylvania. Because you have, if you're in Long sorry. Island, getting to Long Island is an absolute uh, pain. Yeah. There's no place worse in America than Long Island. It's the worst it's, place you could possibly go. I was there once. And, and that it was, was enough, fun. wasn't it? That was enough. It was, it was exhausting. <laughs> it was a six-hour drive, which is not impossible. But at the end of it, I was dog dead tired and on top of that i made the trip on a suzuki gs 500 holy shit uh, six hours drive, on a fucking bike to long island oh. right on a right now i believe uh mr ferrera you have a bmw motorcycle Why can no one pronounce my last name correctly i am terribly it's sorry it's farah farah i'm sorry no it's okay but everyone no. spells it wrong too 
Hmm. Not hard. It's people okay. like to put an extra R. Era. Yeah, they, Era. I don't know. Something. It Era. must be a visual thing. It must. It's all right. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. But I keep thinking there's two R's in it. You're probably right with. And the there's visual also thing. a stand-up comic named Adam Ferrar who's on Top Gear, which just could be why. Mm-hmm. We're so similar. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry. Wait. <laughs> we talked about six uh, hours so long. Island. Six, the, the six bike, hours on a press a, bike. On a 1998 Suzuki S500. Um, not the one that we reviewed. I owned. Uh, I got started into uh, being a gearhead through motorcycles instead of cars because that is a very affordable way to get performance. If you can you can drop you know for speed a thousand dollars buying an old beat up uh, like Suzuki Jixer uh, uh, six hundred from like the early nineties will still outperform most cars. Yeah, it mid level Mustangs any anything you have on the street. So that's how I got started into cars. Um, the fastest bike I think I ever had was a 1985 Yamaha XJ 700N during the tariff years, which I find, from a historical standpoint, completely fascinating. During when Reagan, uh, Reagan and Harley Davidson upped the tariffs for all imported motorcycles, oh, right? A, it's like a. It was like along with like chicken tax shit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was around the yeah. same time as chicken tax, right? Because there was all those. It, all the mini trucks and stuff, and then all of a sudden, mini trucks were gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Same kind of deal, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That was it. the whole thing where all speedometers only went to 85 miles an hour because yes. that's going to. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I actually had my DeLorean's uh, speedometer replaced with the 140 mile an hour speedometer, you which is more accurate. Well, yeah. no, you yeah, guys just... there's no other way for you to go back in time. Da, back in time. You guys just filled out uh. Cyclone, and I'm sure that probably still had the 85 mile an hour speedometer in it too. No, no it Cyclone had, like had, had, had yeah, aftermarket. It had, a, it had a fucking oh, uh, race pack. Thing. Yeah, that's a race. Car. Yeah. Oh, if you guys could find a Cyclone, man. Next time, if someone oh. sets up a Cyclone or a Typhoon, those things are cool. There's a guy somewhere around Milwaukee who said, "Come and do uh, my Grand National." Grand Nationals, are, Grand Nationals are they, they're neat. It's it's. The, what do you think in your head about yeah. a Grand National versus actually driving a Grand National will be one of the most disappointing experiences of your entire I think, life. I think that's why these guys are perfect for it. <laughs> I really do. Just, just People sign up to have you just shit all over their cars, don't they? They kind of are. They they do. Um, uh, it's, they say, culture. say the worst things about it. Um uh, okay, uh, Buick Grand National, the official car of divorce court and Van Dyke mustache, Van Dyke beards. <laughs> oh, owners of the Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy collection adore this car. Yeah, uh, the official car of oh fuck Long, you, I- Long Island. Well, if you buy one to this day, I believe it still comes with a members only jacket. Mm-hmm. Fucking mullets <laughs> optional. That, God, those cars are they're fun though. The original, the original carriers car of giving of hair up pomade. and ending its compromise. The official <laughs> car of compromise. <laughs> uh, Buick Grand National. The, uh, Buick Grand National, the official car of uh, of Milwaukee's best. <laughs> the official car. Yeah, see, of like this is what we purchase. would do on the car show. We'd this just open great. up an auto trader and do those one line burns. You got, you yeah, that's what we did on our radio show in college. We'd open up the auto trader and just riff. That's fucking great. Well, here's how about the riff? You guys, I assume you guys are sitting in front of computers. Yeah. Pull up an, a window. I'm gonna tell you what we're driving right now this week. See. Okay. Can you give us a was, window of like one or two minutes? To, yes, I want I you to Google right. Jeep Wrangler Dragon. Jeep Wrangler Dragon. So, 
I asked for a Jeep Wrangler because Thaddeus, our cameraman, was doing a freelance photo shoot for a tire company, and they wanted a Jeep. Okay, so they wanted specifically a Wrangler Sahara. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got, I got one. So uh, I, uh, <laughs> hang on a second, guys. So I, I called Chrysler and I requested a Jeep Wrangler Sahara for this photo shoot that they were doing. And the guy gets back to me. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, we'll send you one, no problem. Um, uh, we've got this one, the, the Dragon Edition. It's like a dolled up Sahara. Those were his words, dolled up Sahara." I didn't really think about it <laughs> How old until. Is this guy? It, you know who it is. It was someone whose initial first name starts with an S. And and so I didn't think about it until I got the email for the delivery confirmation, and it said Dragon Edition. I'm like, huh? Let me Google what the Dragon Edition actually is. So I'm gonna have the guys from Regular Car Reviews describe to us what the Dragon Edition is and what kind of person might drive the Dragon Edition. Jeep Wrangler. Boys, go. Well, the guy who sort of drives this thing is the type who wears, like, Affliction t-shirts and watches UFC at Buffalo Wild Wings every Saturday, like, once a month. Uh, it's, uh, oh, God. It's kind of like a car that screams, just because I'm wearing a dress, don't think I don't actually have a dick. Like, <laughs> it's... Yeah, is is it not uh, the worst thing you've ever seen? It could also life? be a car. This could be the alternative to the Subaru for the very aggressive lesbian. <laughs> well, yeah. No, Jeep, well, oh, go ahead. Jeep Wrangler, Jeep Wrangler Dragon Edition, brought to you by calf implants. <laughs> <laughs> so let's we'll, let's paint a picture for the audience. The Dragon Edition is a black Jeep Wrangler Sahara, where every bit of trim. Is painted gold. The grill is gold. The wheels are gold. Gold is best, bro. The dash is gold. And the parts that aren't gold have fucking dragons on them. Yes. Not yeah. like 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 Chinese dragons. And like Happy New Year's dragons. Yeah. Yes. And and when I called Yeah, Jeep like we sell keep... hamburgers here, dragons. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, called... I also sell teriyaki bowls and burrito. <laughs> when I called Jeep and I go how did this come into being, this particular car? And they said, well, it was huge at the Beijing Auto Show. Okay. I, earlier today driving this car, thought of how this car came to be. So you have to bear with me with this little scene. But I, So picture a boardroom, and they have hired a Chinese consultant. And let's just call him Han. So like, like the Minister of Asian yeah. Affairs for within Chrysler. Right. So I'm, I'm going to play both sides, and let's just uh, – I really imagine. hope that's his real job title. Han is an alcoholic. <laughs> So Han comes in in the morning and he's hungover. So his head is on the desk and they were like, Han, do you have that uh, the new pitch for the Wrangler? We, we had a sell in China. He goes, oh, uh, uh, dragon? Dragons? That's a good idea. Steve, you think dragon? Oh, and then they build it. And a week later, Han is sitting with his friends at a bar with his head in his hands going, I thought they immediately say no. <laughs> I, what have I done? And that is how I feel like this came to be. This this thing is so offensive that it is it it's on. I feel like it's like borderline racist. Actually, there oh, was speaking a text. of borderline racist, uh, uh, <laughs> Jeep Wrangler Dragon, the official car of Laotian penis panics. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of this car is kind of like the Rosa Parks of you know, it's like well, you're gonna a have car to, you're gonna that have to explain that one, my friend, <laughs> and yeah. defend your point. 
<laughs> no, I was going to say, it's kind of like if a person didn't get up for Rosa Parks, if she wanted to sit down or some shit. Like, it's just this car that's a monstrosity that doesn't want to get out of the way of other shit. And so it ends up leaving, like, the dignity of better of the brand in tatters. Well, I, I think that, and then jokes aside, like, I think if this is meant for the Chinese market and if they have done research, like, 458, when the 458 came out, they made a, drag, a Chinese edition or yeah. a dragon edition. It had dragons on the headrest. And if it is a different culture, it is a different country, if that is popular there, the same way they like Buick there. They love yeah. Chrome. We think Chrome is a little played out, maybe 40 years played out, but they love it. So if this sells there and they've done research and that tells them this will work, fine. But I don't understand why you would have – Why is the press Ameri- car here? Why, yeah, why you'd have us Why have it. they sent me the press car? The, the, let, me, let me just say that this is – and I actually – in all fairness, the, the new Jeep Wrangler, the 13s and up, with the Panastar, with the six-speed transmission, with the new interior, is a phenomenal car. It's a little expensive, but Wranglers have always been they've a little expensive. They've always been overpriced. They're, they're, they're always been expensive, but they've always had great resale. So you've been able to That's make true. it up on the back end. But and, and they've managed to improve the Jeep without making it feel compromised, which is what happens as cars tend to evolve. They get like Like these guys said, they get fatter, they get worse. The Jeep has actually gotten better mm-hmm. over time. This Dragon Edition Jeep is the single most embarrassing vehicle I could possibly be seen in at any circumstance. If you think, oh, what is the most embarrassing vehicle I could roll up to the club in? Dragon Edition it Jeep. Liter- I mean, it, that car looks like you bought a brand new black Jeep. You rolled up the Pep Boys and you went, give me everything. I want old golden <laughs> dragons. Every, it's, and there's dragons on the headrests. There's dragons on the gauges. There's it's crazy. It's like if you told a kid to make their own dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't need to hire them it, to write it, for chocolate us. pudding and lucky toms and then ketchup. It's why. Yeah, it's uh, something has gone terribly wrong with this Jeep. And and I'll put my foot in my mouth if it sells like crazy well, in China. And the funny God thing damn. is is that we had there was a there was a text thread going back and forth between a few of us in and Blake Rong from Auto Week was in that and, and Blake was actually born in China. Yeah. And he takes Strangely one, enough, he's black. Yes. Uh well, you know, he's tall <laughs> for their culture. Um he lo- takes one look at the picture and the first words out of his mouth, that's racist. <laughs> he, well, he also might have been saying that because I said, Why did you do this to us? <laughs> It's like a Michael Richards show on wheels. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yo, his, his, I'll tell you something. That episode of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee that he appeared on, I think, is the oh. single reason that he has gotten back on TV. He's got a new sitcom now. Yeah, really? he does. Yeah, he new, I just saw the trailer really for enough. it. He's got a new sitcom. And Produced I, by Tyler Perry. I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking to somebody that was actually at the club the night he had that big rant. Really? And the guy was egging him on for like an of hour and a was. half. Of course he was. Dude, sensationalist bullshit. And yeah, speaking right. of sensationalist bullshit, can we take a depressing turn and talk for a minute about Paul and Roger? Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we should. I, so I, we, ha- we haven't really done anything about it be- yet because – it seems like two things happen when celebrities die. One is the sensationalist people pile on and 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 and, and do things like call the Carrera GT the most dangerous car ever built, say that they deserve to die because apparently speeding is punishable by death in this country now. Yeah. Um and 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 things like that. And then the other the other half of the people tend to make it about them. 
which mm-hmm. I don't really like. Um, I knew Paul and Roger as as, as and personally in real life and friends. Did you ever meet? Did you did you meet either of them ever? Did you meet Roger? I met Roger and Annie. Yeah. Um. And and I didn't. I, we weren't best friends or anything, but I knew them. And, and I knew friends them of ours reasonably be, well. Friends of ours are very very close right. with them. And were we in oh, Southern wow. California? We run in the same circles, and and yeah. I've I've hung out with both of them enough to call them friends. It's incredibly sad. We're, I, I've had a fucking terrible week. I mean, I yeah. just it's and everyone everyone who knew them in LA, it's it's terrible. What because you never forget that Paul was a, a huge celebrity. But when you meet when you have friends that are just really good fucking people, you never ever think that this time talking to them is going to be your last time ever seeing them. And it, it's 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 a horrible thing. I don't you know. It's just it's it's so sad that I will never be able to get to talk to either of them again. It's so sad that I'll never be able to hang out at a racetrack with Paul again and fucking see his smile because he had the best smile. He's fucking he's been dead mm-hmm. for days and he's still better looking than I am. And fucking he had the best the best smile in the world. You couldn't talk to a girl within a half a mile of Paul Walker. No, there was no. I mean I sent my sister a picture like moths of him and to I a fucking would, flame. My sister wouldn't shut up about it for years that I was friends with this guy. And Roger, we were we were going to film tuned with his cars. Roger had the biggest collection of Celine cars in the world. 60 Celine cars he had. I didn't realize that. Biggest collection of Celine cars in the world. And and literally said, "Matt, take one. Make a film. Do whatever." You know, have fun, enjoy yourself. Just the nicest people, and and unfortunate. You know, you don't want to analyze. It, it doesn't really matter what happened, all because because the who you know who cares what fucking happened? They're dead. Yeah. It's fucking I think horrible. The, the only thing that I you know I've got to say on the matter is the fact that I've been going through. You know, just like everybody else, I read Jalopnik and Autoblog to see what's going yeah. on in the news, and then you inevitably stumble onto one of the stories about the guys, and you go, okay, what's going on? What are they saying now? About, yeah. You know, and and I'm curious because, you know, I, I knew the parties, so you look at it, and then you inevitably see the assholes that you're just spouting off saying awful things yeah. in the fucking comments. And that's the few times where I felt the need to chime in and be like, dude, do you realize that people that knew these guys yeah. read this site on a regular basis it's it's just it's it's very easy to come to a, to to a judgment about someone you don't know about something you don't know there's a lot of holier than thou out there yeah. there's a lot of you know people who call themselves car guys and say that anyone who's ever gone over the speed limit is like deserves to die and it's like come on, you cannot call yourself a car guy yeah, and say that. you've never gotten on it or you've never had a oh shit moment the most appalling thing i saw out of this though were people that were specifically coming to jalopnik and autoblog for the first time ever to get on a soapbox and yeah. tell us how we're all shit bags for driving fast cars and 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 the the worst of it is not well because you can say that Roger shouldn't have been driving the way he was driving because obviously the guy was speeding. I mean, obviously you yeah. don't you don't lose a career GT at forty five miles an hour. You don't. No, and my yeah, I I guess that there was probably some sort of a mechanical fit. There might have been, and I don't know. And maybe we'll find out one day, and maybe we yeah. won't. But but the the sensationalist media, and I'm sorry to just to 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 be semi ignoring, not ignoring, but you know the regular car reviews guys are just chilling. But this is sort of timely. Um, 
the sensationalist media is painting the Carrera GT as a car that is too dangerous for public consumption, too dangerous for public roads, too dangerous for X, yeah. Y. Should have never been built. Porsche should be sued, et cetera, et cetera. But what they don't realize is that what, what I know about Paul and Roger is that up until the second he lost that car, they were having the best time ever. And I would bet everything I have that when Paul elected to get in that car with Roger, he said something along the lines of, I heard these things are fucking sketch. Show me what's up. You know what I mean? Cars like the Carrera GT, cars like the Ford GT, the Viper, um, Porsche 930 Turbos, Porsche GT2s. These are cars that are known and and appreciated for being – Difficult to that handle. night of the accident. I, you know, I came over because it was it was your birthday that yeah, night, and we just looked at each birthday. other and we both just shook our heads and went fucking Carrera GT. Man. I mean, it's it's it's, but it's not the car's fault no. because ultimately, a car does what you tell it to do. It's just, it's it's an it's an inanimate it's, object. But it, it's, I think you can argue that it's a very difficult car to drive, right? Because well, if Walter Roll said it's a difficult car to drive. Same as a Viper with no right. traction control, but I know what you're saying. That was a like, race car a, that yeah. ended up as a street car. Part of that car's appeal, just like the 4GT, mm-hmm. just like the Viper, are that it's very powerful, has a stick shift, and no electronic aids. These, these are the reasons that we gravitate to these cars. Totally. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason I love the 4GT, and I think the 4GT is the collector car of collector cars, is because it's hard to drive. Same as people like 930s. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so it's, those cars of the mid-2000s, though, those are the very last of that generation exactly, of supercar exactly. without all the aids. And it's the reason that all those cars hold their value well, and it's the reason that collectors gravitate to them, drivers, racing drivers, respect them and love them. And it's, it's utterly horrible that... Two of my friends had to die. Those cars make but, you feel alive, and this—it's yeah. the same thing with doing a land. Like Jesse Combs did a land speed record, or if you drive a Cobra, or if you the 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 more I think as you get more experienced in driving and you get more into cars, the closer to the limit that you go is more fun. It, it's your adrenaline threshold of of anything, and the more exciting the car, the more beautiful the car, the more special the car. It's more exciting to be in, and. A lot of that brings us to things like 930s and Vipers with no traction control because it's you, – you usually have the ability to do it. And and the Carrera GT, uh, who was it that said it? Travis Sikolsky, I think, was like, they're probably really twitchy, but it's my favorite car on the planet. No, Doug DeMuro. Yeah. It's my favorite car on the planet even though they're dangerous. And it, I, I think a lot of us agree it's amazing. I don't think – I don't. there's a difference between – if you tell me a car is dangerous, I think – I'm thinking like – shit box that the wheel could fucking fall off of and you could just die while driving or, down the road. You know, I Carrera think GTs are a handful. Yeah. They're not dangerous. They're challenging when you push them to the limits. People people have driven them very fast without dying. I mean, what's his name? Um, I want to say it's Horst von, von Sarma, but it might have been... Um, it might have... Oh, the fucking other guy. I can't remember. Who went around the ring in 728 in one. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's uh, uh, I can't remember the guy's name who's like the ringmaster, but it, uh, and that's that's right there but, with GT2 and ACR actually. Yeah, as as I ring mean, times the, go. these are cars that are very very fast and very very capable. But from what I from what I've heard, Roger had just bought that car, like just bought it. I'm, I bet he hadn't had an hour of wheel time behind that thing, and he's a, he was a good driver. 
and even good drivers need to work their way up oh, yeah. to something mm-hmm. like that. It's a gnarly. I've driven one once, and I didn't get anywhere near the limit. And I can tell you, Dude, it's a gnarly. I, car. It takes me twenty minutes of getting in yeah. any car I've never driven before to start feeling comfortable. For yeah, the most Chevy part. Spark, it's, same thing. It's yeah. really, really terrible that two amazing people who have done a lot of good in the world have made a lot of people happy. And you know, one of whom happens to be very famous and who's entertained millions of people, but as a as a individual, as a person, just a fucking wonderful person. Um, you know, I, both I think of it, them. I think it hits because both of them felt like one of us. Yeah. They're, even though Paul Walker's famous, but you No, you still, that, he, he would rather be at the dude. track than any fucking yeah, But Hollywood he's like a normal, thing. chill yeah. car dude. And we all drive fast, and we do it with people in the car. And I know that there's about five people on the planet that I will ride in a car and let them drive how they want to drive. And I will both um, feel safe riding with them with whatever they're doing. And there are an even smaller number of people where if anything went wrong, and I mean really wrong, I'd be okay with it because we were doing the thing we loved. And there's – it's sorry with my best friend Eric. We always had that agreement. And I think these guys – what happened was terrible. They didn't want it to happen at that time. But like, like Paul Walker's quote said, if, if I die from the speed, don't cry because I'll be smiling. And that's totally – I believe he said that. I've said it myself. I want to believe that right until he hit that tree – yeah, they sure. were having the best time ever. Dude, of course you were. In in a in a car that two very successful people could appreciate as something that is mm-hmm. you know, a magnificent. It sounds by all car. accounts they had a hell of a good day right before that point. So. Yeah. And 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 also they, you know, they uh, it, it's important to not go well they were driving recklessly on a public road and therefore they deserved it because reckless driving or fast driving in, in this country isn't a death sentence. It's a, it's a ticket, you mm-hmm. know, it's a, it's a fucking bullshit monetary fine. Mm-hmm. And so someone who says they deserved it is, is really pushing it. And, and, and it's, and it's, it's boiling down two people's very productive, very um, happy, fulfilling, and generous lives into what is ultimately, possibly, and maybe not even, two seconds of bad decision-making out of 40 years of living. I I think people saying that aren't really connected to the car world. We connected this because of who it was. But like, if if a a famous actor dies of like a cocaine overdose – I'm not going to care, and I will probably be someone who's like – I won't say it like on, on the internet, but I'll probably be like if they're a cocaine addict or a heroin addict and they die, like you can't be that surprised. Like Amy yeah. Winehouse, you can't be that surprised. Not surprised. You shouldn't expect this to happen, but I think because it's in our world, we care deeply about it. But if someone is outside the car world, they're like – all they go is, oh, well, they were driving a, a very fast car on the road. Isn't that what it's expected? Well, so we just got to like take a step I back and not comes- be so combative. Both especially, ways. especially everybody that's into cars. I think we all step back and we go, "Oh, that could have easily been me because totally. I've done that easy. a million easy, times." Easy, totally. easy, easy. Uh, the speeds I have to drive on camera in order for it to look fast are pretty staggering. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really, just like triple the speed limit in a lot of cases. Yeah, that's true. And people still call me a pussy. I think the best, <laughs> the, the best example I can think of, it, and just because I was on that shoot, was when we were out on the lake bed. And you had the you had the caddy, and yeah. I was in my car, and we were we were coming up behind the truck where the uh, the boom was on the truck. Yeah, 
And what people don't realize in that shot, the truck was doing like 105. Yeah. The truck was doing 99 because it was limited. Because the Raptor was limited. But yeah. And I'm driving a foot away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it can happen. It's, so. And it's – we will – we will uh, – we're going we're gonna to end up talking in a circle, but we will fucking miss them, man. Because goddamn, yeah. if they're – are weren't two fucking better representatives of of our community, you know. It's fucking horrible. It's and so I, horrible. And and um, is there any chance I could say something oh, about please. them real no, quick? No, no, please. No. I, I, oh, we were not trying um, to exclude you. Please wait. Oh in. no, no, no. Um, because I just want. I work at an entertainment blog, right? Like that's my job. Like yeah. I report on entertainment news, which is, you know, it's kind of weird in the sense that, like, that's what I do in the sense that. That's something that I've always been kind of into in the sense that not like gossip or anything, but just like pop culture type things. It's yeah. a very weird, I had a weird childhood, but um, the uh, <laughs> thing about it is that like they were at a charity event for crying out loud. Like, yeah. and I know that like the point isn't to turn it into like a hagiography where we're like sanctifying these people. But the fact of the matter is like, these were people who like nobody who knew them had any bad thing to say about them. No. Nothing. And, like, the people who are grieving about it online, the majority of the people, not the ones who are making those, like, shitty fucking, like, Fast and Furious puns about it, which, you know, you want to kick them in the fucking dick. And, like, it's – the people are genuinely upset about this because they get the sense that this was, like, a guy they knew, uh, at least for Paul. Like, it just felt like somebody that they knew. But for me, like – as report, like I've reported on a lot of deaths before, and I'm not sure like anyone got the kind of like violent outpouring. Like people were like their shit was wrecked with the. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, that was a bad pun. That was, but, that like, was a the, bad pun, actually. Yeah. Did you, uh, wait, wait, can you explain that a little further? I mean, like people were really hit hard by this in the sense that, like, you know, it's just this was somebody who, yes, they kind of understand that he was someone who drove fast and that, you know, like they said, like he was someone who would probably want to go out a certain way. So like, don't be upset. But I mean, it's just, I mean, like it's really upsetting. I think it's upsetting because it didn't need to happen. But I mean, I, I understand that's, you know, I I can almost sense that like, if they wanted to go out a certain way, that would have been the way they wanted to probably. But the irony is, is people are talking about, street racing and all oh, they're how dare they're reckless on the street and it's like the irony is Paul and Roger were were both quite wealthy and rented racetracks these these guys rented fucking racetracks every weekend specifically so they could go and drive fast safely that's the the irony of the entire thing is I've been to several of Paul and Roger's private track days where they had no problem throwing me the keys to cars. Fucking Jason Statham rolled up and spun his Porsche off the track at an unbelievable speed, which was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> right then, uh, anybody got a helmet? <laughs> uh, and, 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 and these were guys who could afford to and did rent racetracks so they could drive fast safely. Yeah. And it, it's, it's horrifically ironic that... They that they died going fast on the street, and it's it and and that that despite all the other shit, that this is the example that people are left with who didn't know them personally and who didn't know. So I feel like 
even though we weren't best friends, but I, but I knew them better than a lot of people did. I feel obligated, if nothing else, to tell people that even if their death was a result of reckless driving on a public road, it was not how they lived their lives. They lived their lives in 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 doing good and in, in in fucking charity. They were and having of, families and re- and driving fast on racetracks. They were good equipment. stewards for car for car culture. They did the things, you know, with the exception of this circumstance this awful circumstance, they did everything the way that everybody would like car guys to yeah. do shit. Well you know? and and uh Roman as 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 an entertainment reporter, how does your um, you know, without you don't without getting into too specifics, how do the people that you work with who aren't into cars, how do they view the whole situation? What's Harvey Levin like in person? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, like everybody else, my coworkers were pretty upset about it, uh, just in the general sense that this is a person who didn't need to die. And but you didn't see that kind of reaction that you see from other places where they need to vilify the person in lieu of grieving because anytime a celebrity dies, people sort of have to um, minimize it. Like there's a reductive process going on where in lieu of actually trying to understand why people are upset, everyone just reduces it down to what happened when they died and makes like these generalized assumptions about how they lived their lives and figure, well, Oh, well of course that was going to fucking happen. Cause you know, they did this, that and the other thing, but that's not really an accurate assessment of how a person lives their life, and you don't necessarily you shouldn't judge a person based on how they die, even if they are someone in the public eye like that. It's um, it's just yeah. It, it I've been so fucking upset about the whole thing all week, and I didn't you I never I never I I could not have predicted being as upset as I am about it, and I could not have predicted laying in bed every night staring at the ceiling thinking about it well I, and, I, and and it's just it's really fucking affected me man and i think that you know beyond beyond the people we know no i think it's it comes down to the fast and furious movies were a lot of people's introduction to car culture yeah and then it comes back to what i said before where every one of us every guy that you know everybody that likes fast cars could see themselves in that same situation and i think that's why it's particularly hitting yep. this community particularly hard yeah yeah it 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 really is you it, you can i think if the takeaway from it has to be you know respect your machinery you know and 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 when you're whether you're on the track or whether you're on the street or and whether you're driving a fucking toyota echo or uh or a yeah. a, a carrera gt it's really you you have to you know I don't want to say realize that that something could go bad because you don't you don't want to live your life in fear like that. But you, you know, it, it takes a, a, a big fucking shock, you know, to step back and go, shit. Maybe maybe I should be a little more careful. Yeah. Maybe I should, you know, maybe I should fucking not hoon for the sake of hooning. Sometimes maybe or or, or conversely. It's maybe I better fucking appreciate this right now because at any second, you know, it could all it could all end. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't there's no real conclusion. To there this. isn't. It's, all, man. it's also goddamn depressing. Yeah. Really. What a fucking downer for our podcast, huh? Sorry, you guys had to be a part of that one. Fuck. We can bring it back. Bring it back. Let's let's. Oh uh, yeah. Let's let's end it 
Put your fucking, boner on the door, I'm holding Jim. up my, my lemon Perrier right now with a fucking toast. If everyone's at home listening, if you happen to be listening near alcohol, grab it and let's have a fucking toast to uh, Paul and Roger uh, who made a massive impact on millions of people's lives and, and made an even more massive impact on people who had the privilege of spending any time with them in person. And I'm glad that I had the time I had with both of them. I'm glad that I still have pictures of both of them. Um, my sister just sent me a, a great picture of me and Paul that fucking made me cry the second I saw it. But here's to Paul and Roger, and um, we will miss you. And uh, we're going to do something. We're going we're gonna to fuck. Something is going to happen. We're going to do something that is appropriate to uh, to remember them by. And uh, is it, it's uh, it's... Worldwide Outreach is uh, is Paul's charity. Something and to that it's, effect. It's, it's WW. Yeah, it's Worldwide Outreach. And if you if you feel the urge to or reach out worldwide, that's I think that's what it was. I feel like an idiot for not. I think, I think it's, it's I think it's WWOR. It's Worldwide Outreach. Something yeah. to that right. effect. We'll, if, we'll if, put it on the website. We'll bring we'll put it on the website if uh, it's R O or. R O W W dot org. It's reach out worldwide. Thank okay. you very much. R O W W. I plan on uh, on have organizing some sort of donation and, and possibly having some sort of event. Maybe we could. Yeah, maybe, maybe we could a, do that and organize it with the show. And maybe a safe time attack track day, something of, of charity. Uh, anyway, oh, let's have a fucking sip. Mm. Hmm. Oh, we miss you guys. Let's let's bring this back up. Tell, yeah. tell me about your boner on the door jam. That's that's not a good segue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's part of Boner Jams 05, right? Uh, what no. are the next? You said you have shit lined up until February. What are the next cars you guys have lined up? Give us a little preview. It's a secret. Oh, Never teach noise. the Wu Tang. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Come on. I will never exclusive, exclusive, exclusive for Smoke Entire listeners. Ah, uh, gosh darn it. Um, no. <laughs> I will not review feel any cars that are coming up. They they will be okay. How, how about this? The one that's finished and done that's going to uh, be released this coming Sunday uh, is our first British car. Your so first I, I will British car. Is first it British a car. Lotus Elise. Shit, I got it, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, it's like what else is in America? <laughs> it's the only British car. Is it a Mini? Could be a Mini. Silence. Is dot, it, dot, dot. We were able to get the Austin Healy started. It's, it uh, it's like a TVR Tuscan 6 or some <laughs> shit that like none no! of us can get. <laughs> <laughs> we have no classic cars yet. Well, we have one coming up that just crossed. Uh, it's, uh, I think, an 86. I think 80. It's 25 years, right, for classic plates? Yeah, 25. Yeah. So we have one that does have. Oh, yeah, because it does have classic plates on it. There, There is a classic plates coming up. Uh, another car, uh, and that car will be done in a, in a review similar to the Saturn video in that it was a positive video with no fart jokes or jokes Yeah, or I was actually really surprised um, that your positive take on the Saturn. Why Why was your take on the Saturn so good? Because that car, I remember being a fairly epic shitbox. The L series, yes, is not as good as the S series, the first one. Perhaps I'm looking back on the 90s as more of a general reflection of my high school years and looking at them through uh, rose-colored glasses. That's probably why I understand. You know the car that st- just for whatever reason jumped into my mind that was advertised the shit out of? The Jetta with the Trek 
bike and oh, the, the Wreck. Tr- a Jetta, yes. Jetta Trek. Trek. Can you, yes. If you could find a Jetta Trek, that would be amazing. Or a Wolfsburg edition. Yes. Of that body style. Too. Which was the same the thing as the Trek, just without a, the bike rack. Yeah. The Jetta is my most hated car of all. You saw one. Challenge accepted. Why is it your most hated car? It is a car doing a perfect impression of a car. It is a rolling... (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's funny, but I don't know why. It's Well, I'm explaining the concept of hyper-reality. It's something doing a perfect impression of itself. Uh, Hyper-reality, and again, English major stuff. If you walk into Best Buy, that is a hyper-real store. It's not what a real store looks like. The whole idea of fronting... Oh, so it's the products. same idea as, like, Pamela Anderson is almost a, caric- a caricature of a right. woman. Exactly. Okay. Is, is this a car or a perfect impression of a car? I do not like Jettas because I do not like Jetta drivers. And I am perfectly aware of this and that I drove a Neon and I also didn't like, like Neon drivers. I think part of it about the Jetta that makes it so loathsome to me and the bile rises in my throat when I see one is because people who hate cars, who would prefer not to drive a car, who would rather get into some sort of teleportation machine, go through a wormhole to get to work, they drive Jettas because it looks like a car, and I'm speaking mostly from the Jettas of the early 2000s. No, you're right. They, yeah, yeah, completely. You, I, you actually have a good point. Mm-hmm. I would say the same it's, thing could be said about a Lexus RX well, I think it could be said about Priuses. I think yeah. it could be said about any oh, diesel, yeah. old diesel Mercedes or Volvo. Um, but well, I know you for mean, hipsters now. We learned that on regular hipsters, car hipsters, hipsters would love to not drive cars because cars are so lame. <laughs> they would totally do the same thing. Uh, well, you got to get the wa- you got to get the wagon running on biodiesel because how yeah. else are you going to go get your artisanal grains for pound- for actually making your own flour at your shop in San Francisco? I make now my own quinoa. Hip- now you're a hippie, not a hipster. A hipster dreads being caught trying. So <laughs> what a great that's a, actually a good a good analysis of a hipster. No, it's very right? true. It's very very true. That's, that's good. And that is the out of all the insults we have gotten as as regular car reviews, the one that's curious and that I don't understand and you may not this is the whole being 30 thing. Is that one of the strangest insults? The only one that ever rattled me is being called a tryhard. What? We've been got, we're, you're trying too hard to be funny, and I really didn't, didn't understand. Hey, look, hey, look at you putting effort into something, bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The only person who wrote that in was the only hipster who was able to uh. muster the courage of a hundred hipsters to try <laughs> to send you a message. A tryhard right. is probably that, that was written by a YouTube commenter, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, because a YouTube commenter is the laziest form of anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, literally, the laziest possible thing you could do is write a YouTube comment about it. And have you ever noticed that nobody who is someone you want to hang out with comments <laughs> on YouTube? No right. normal people that you'd want to have a beer with or spend time with will comment on a YouTube video. They either like it. And enjoy it and tell their friends about it, or they fucking move on like a normal person. There mm-hmm. was one strange exception. I uploaded that one stupid Banks, uh, you know, the Super Turbo. Yeah. I uploaded the one video on that. And all of the guys that were commenting on, th- on that were absolutely fucking on topic and really polite. An intelligent debate on YouTube? It, yeah, but then again, it was a diesel, like, niche. Yeah. It's like an know, engineer. Surprise, the world didn't actually come to an end. I know. That's what's supposed to happen. Well, I, if, if we went and checked that webpage, there may be a wormhole there at this point. Uh, yeah, I, th- I guarantee you, 
mixed in with there is someone calling someone fat, someone calling someone a yeah. fag. And, <laughs> and, a, and a, yeah, yeah, there there isn't a single video you can go to on YouTube for music that doesn't have a comment down there that's like, whatever this is, oh, this is better than that fucking like Justin Bieber shit. It's like, yeah, there's a baseline for every comment ever where something. Well, at least this isn't that. You know, well, that's because, where the best writing yeah. comes from. It's indicative of our new Me Too culture, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, where everybody gets to have their voice, and comedians have to apologize for their jokes. Exactly. Oh, isn't that the fucking? Don't you? I like. Uh, who was it? Who recently refused to apologize and basically said to go fuck? Was it Tosh? Tosh, uh, he's done. Tosh. Well, was yeah, there the, a Bill the Burr in there also? I think there was a Bill Burr. Me. Uh, well, Bill Burr had a great bit where he burns Philadelphia. Oh, that's like one of the most minutes. epic acts of stand-up comedy ever. That it, I, I wish to God I had been in the audience. Yeah, I would have like brilliant. gotten up on stage and shaken that hand. You guys must hand. be I'm, huge stand-up fans, aren't you? Yes. Well, uh, I, I, I actually love just... I, I tried doing stand up in college and it just did not happen. <laughs> like that that we need to blur worst, out your face. That was, no, that was the worst idea I've ever had. Like just <laughs> I am not a stand up comedian. Right. I, just I also tried it once in college and apart from uh uh skiing down an icy slope, because I ski and we're on the East Coast, so the ski slopes turn into ice. Apart from going down a double black diamond when it's all icy Stand-up comedy I did once. It was the most terrifying thing I have ever done in my life because people in the audience look at you with avarice in their eyes. Go ahead, you asshole. Yeah, you Make try me laugh. Mm-hmm. Fucking tame me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be tough. <laughs> I well, was that's, all, that's all of the mics are. I, yeah. I was lucky enough that I, I got to do that stupid little TV show on Speed, which was Which mostly, I adored. It, you, I adored. Did you actually enjoy it? That's, that's I watched every single episode. Yeah, one of six people who liked that shit. I did. We Zach and I both did try very hard to make that good. Ultimately, so we hard. were overruled on many levels by people who were shorter than us and and uh, and uh, and had casting couches. In well, their that was the equivalent of where you have a twelve-year-old daughter and a five-year-old daughter, and the twelve-year-old daughter is a better parent than the parents. Yeah, that's one. That that actually was about right. <laughs> but uh, but the good part about doing it was we had a live studio audience. And there would be this this like you know warm up comic who would who would go out in between takes and when they were moving set furniture around and stuff, and I kind of because I had they had already recognized me as a host of the show, I sort of like got to like relieve the comic a couple times and not like do bits but like tell stories here See, and when there. When you say relieve the comic, something else comes to mind entirely. Uh, well, no, I, I blew him before the show. Okay, but ah. then, but then well, he's got to be show, loose and limber for yeah. the you know. During yeah. the show, I let him rest and did and and got on stage and started talking into a microphone and I got a few laughs. Okay, and I was sort of like, oh. I can use this to build confidence. And then I <laughs> thought about doing it anywhere where those people, the audience didn't already know who I was. And I was like, oh, fucking hell no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no way. It's, it's rough. You're in front of eight people that are waiting to do their set, and they're like, yeah, what do you got, bitch? But, I mean, isn't, Brian, isn't oh. doing YouTube videos a better fucking way to do that anyway? You get to write your bits and you get right. 20,000, 100, <laughs> in the case of the Miata video, like almost 400,000 people. See, it's what? Nice, it, see, it? see, that's the weird thing about the Miata video. What, from the perspective of our point, it does not seem any different. But what did we do with that one that struck a chord with so many people that is different than all the other ones? Because I have been trying with every single video since the Miata one to capture what that was. 
It was I, a mimetic thing, like I, in the sense that I, I've been. Th- I I think I brought this up once before that. It's not that the one-liners were better; it's that they were more easily stuck in the head. Of like Hoosiers, bro. Like, yeah. oh, so there's a, re- a lot of quotables. I would yeah, say. just bro, you coming, bro? Like, plus, you know, so, plus that was it. Miatas have a culture, whereas mm. there's no culture behind a fucking Nissan stanza. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So even though you could make it, it, we we deal with this all the time, where we'll make a video and go, "Fucking, this is a great video," but because there's no culture or real support behind the subject car the video will just tank and Mm. i think the miata video is a combination of great quotables and that miata culture passing it around amongst themselves you know Mm -hmm. what i mean whereas a lot of the other cars you choose i find funny but there's no culture for them i think it's bigger than that is that the Miata is a known car from anyone who's into cars. If you drive mm. an S2000 all the way to a truck, you know someone that drives a Miata or is into Miatas or has professed to you the love and the reasons behind the love <laughs> of the Miata. But like a Saturn LS, I, I mean I knew what it was, but I didn't really know the little intricacies of it. But I thought it was great because you guys are hilarious. But the Miata mm. is something like everybody knows about and everyone knows a dude who like made it their own and it's a track day and the headlight thing. So I think it's just – a more widely known car. I, I I gotta admit though, you guys have sold me. I, I yeah. let me Zach can tell you I don't watch videos on the internet, which is mm-hmm. which is great. People <laughs> like, dude, have you seen this video? Like, I haven't seen a Jim Kana since like two. It's like, all right. That was the last. Time. I don't watch videos on the internet, but I fucking sat down and watched like ten of your videos in a row and was laughing my ass off. And and you have sold me on. The possibility that there is still something original left in car. Thank videos. you. You know what? Well, thank there, you. There is. Thank you crazy. very much. And you You're guys welcome. being big comedy fans, there is a new network that it was started by Michael Sarah and uh, Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Oh, called Jash. Jash. Holy shit! Is, is some of their content funny? Oh, they've got a show. Paid us to promote that shit, and I didn't actually go watch it. That's true. It's really funny. The uh, they got uh, one show with Natasha Leggero, and then Moshe Catcher, who we bur- yeah, both we saw, saw for the, the first the, time the other he day. He was funny. He was good. Holy crap! Is that show funny? It's is called it? Tubbin with Tosh, which it's, sounds really creepy. It it does, but it's a new comedian. They do. Yeah. Interviews with comedians in a hot tub in Natasha Leggero's backyard. I mean, that's all right. I've heard that show. There's a, it's, she did that one of those. I don't know who it was, but there was a comic that she had pee on her. Yeah, yeah. What? Yes, for really? real. It's she, really funny. And she told this story, which means it was real, because she was like, oh, yeah, that happened. Like, I may, oh, wow. uh, may have to subscribe to another channel. Yeah. We got to wrap this up, because we're approaching two hours, aren't we? Yes, we are. Fuck. Hey, you guys are on fast. the East Coast. You're hardcore. Uh, th- well, I'm not getting to sleep anyway. <laughs> I've got, mm-hmm. like, weird... Things, like, well, we right. both we we oh, both uh, so you've got this second shift sort of people, here. so this is not too bad for us. Well, yeah. we're, I'm glad you guys got to come hang out with us. We appreciate. I it. am gl- I am glad you decided to in- invite us onto this uh, onto your podcast, this well respected the Smoking Tire podcast. Listen Are to we a lot of people. I invited, I invited them on the podcast via Reddit, actually. Oh. Strangely enough, which is um, <laughs> which you expect to be a bottomless pit of awful like YouTube, mm-hmm. but surprisingly respectful commenters on Reddit. Depending uh, on where where you are, population. the yeah. the <laughs> R cars. Uh, section is surprisingly respectful and full of smoke and tire fans as well as regular car reviews fans. Well, then maybe we should super knowledgeable people. And what? Super knowledgeable people. Actually, there there are quite a bit of knowledgeable people on there. Um, guys, plug your shit. Where can we? Where can people the people find you? Google regular car reviews. 
It is. We are only on YouTube. There is Twitter. There is Facebook. But just Google regular car reviews. Look it up on uh, on on YouTube. YouTube regular car reviews were the first ten hits. Regular car reviews. That's a that is a clear and <laughs> thorough plug. Nicely Thank done. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Nicely done. And, um, and I'm a writer for Ricky.org. It's R-I-C-K-E-Y.org. And I review stuff like The Walking Dead, uh, Homeland. Um, you know, I did uh, shit, Game of Thrones. You know, like, so if you uh, want regular car reviews applied to, applied to television and <laughs> movies, uh, oh, no. look up The Roman on... Well, mine are more informative than funny. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm not actually going to make anyone laugh with these things. <laughs> cook but... meth, bro. Cook meth, bro. Meth is good, bro. Cook meth, bro. Smoke meth, bro. <laughs> so, math teacher, bro. Chemistry teacher, bro. Arizona, bro. You, you Aztec, bro. Before you go, uh, for you, a little bit of the voice. <laughs> Which voice? Uh, track day, bro. Track day, bro. Get a track, track day, bro. Hoosiers. Nitto. Yokohama. Got some Hoosiers for the track day, bro. Let's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> What's shift now, bro? What's sway bar, bro? <laughs> Let's, Let's, go roll bar, Let's go down. Bro. Let's go up. Let's go yeah. down. Bro, Let's go up. Let's go up. N A N B, bro. N A, bro. <laughs> OG, bro. M edition, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely look up regular car reviews on YouTube, man. That shit is fucking funny. Oh, God. My Let's kingdom go do. Let's go down. Should we do a should we do a regular car reviews parody? Let's do one. You mean steal the idea? Yeah, I mean, I mean fully tax their idea because we have enough followers that we can just bulldoze them right over. That's true. <laughs> Let's be Walmart. Let's be Walmart to their Kmart. Purest form of flattery, and I would be internally eternally grateful if I think, you do that. I think it, what we should really do is is have you guys. We'll find a way. Maybe we'll do a little like a Kickstarter as, as a semi joke to buy <laughs> you guys some plane tickets. Plane to tickets come to, to LA. I mean, we could probably get a Kickstarter together and raise a thousand bucks for plane tickets in like twenty minutes. I think I think we could make something. <laughs> and, happen. and have you come to LA and review all of my cars? I, I would do that. You say the word, uh, we will move. Actually, because... wait. Is the most expensive car you've ever done is the Cayman, right? Yes. And you're in Eastern Pennsylvania. Yes. I think what we need to do is go to New York and get my Aston Martin and bring it we, to them. We can, we can grab the Bieber bus, no relation to the singer, from Kutztown. We can then take that into New York no, for no, $50. I, I think it's a perfect excuse for an Aston Martin Vanquish road trip. <laughs> I mean, you'll, you should wait until springtime at this point. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I agree. Uh, follow us on uh, – watch our fucking videos on YouTube slash The Smoking Tire. And, of course, we've got Tuned is happening right now. Mm-hmm. And when is this going up, Chris? Next week? This will be out on the 18th, actually. Oh, okay. So we've got the, uh, the Turbo E30 video we've done for tuned yeah and then we also have the is panama starting after that probably what's and happen- then what's happening the aventador video know. just went up the aventador video just went up blah 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 yeah fucking watch our videos on youtube slash smoking tire follow us on facebook at the smoking tire twitter at the smoking tire instagram at the smoking tire read our shit at the smoking tire.com download our podcast on shout engine the official podcast hosting company of the smoking tire get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. Damn straight. Damn straight. Boys, thank you so much for joining us. We we fucking love you. Matt, you, you are my inspiration. Me. I'm glad we can inspire something other and, than uh, fucking vomiting. Hang on the line here for a second. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk you after. We'll talk we after, practice. but we're getting the fuck out of here as far as the audience is concerned. Because I have to pee. And maybe shit. 101. It's good to know. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.